Time for high school football on Newstalk 1400 DWS. Brought to you by our DWS prep partner, ABC Heating and Air. In the middle of the day or night, ABC Heating and Air meets your emergency needs with no change in the diagnostic fee. Call ABC to always be comfortable at 352-5400. And now, let's head out to the field for tonight's game. And good evening. Welcome to Champaign Central High School football here on this Friday night and second broadcast of the season. Thanks for joining us on this warm, muggy night. I'm Michael Kaiser alongside my partner, Evan Kahn. The Champaign Central Maroons, 4-2 and two on this season. It's October. That usually means playoff baseball, but for high school football, that means the playoffs could be on the line for a lot of teams. It's week seven, and the Central Maroons just one win away from clinching the playoffs after a very difficult season last year in 2017. Last year, they went two and seven and eight all balls last season. Several factors with that, of course, with injuries and other things uh, hurt the Central Maroons last year, some youth, but this team this year has rebounded tremendously, already doubled last year's win total, and they get a win tonight they will clinch a playoff berth here in 2018 and uh, what a great job for the first year head coach Tim Turner if he can get that done and Evan it's just nice to be with three games to go only needing one win to get in the playoffs obviously you'd like to win all three of those games but when you only need one with three to go it takes a little bit of pressure off you but you don't want to step, take your foot off the gas yeah yeah you said it right there they, they don't want to let up um so, so they got to go right at this Peoria Alliance team looking to clinch a playoff berth tonight. But they do have time to, to get more or that fifth win. It would be nice to get more than five wins to, to guarantee a spot in the playoffs. Of course, only five means that you can be considered. Getting that fifth and sixth win really, really solidifies your chance. Uh, so we'll just see what they can do tonight here, see if they can, they can clinch it and move into Seoul place and in second in the Big 12 Conference. Yeah, definitely an important game for the Champaign Central Maroons. Normal Community 5-0 on the season in Big 12 Conference play. Normal West 4-1. Peoria here 4-1. And Champaign Central at 4-1. But just a half game behind Champaign Central's Peoria Notre Dame at 4-2. So really a critical game in terms of the conference standings this, this season if the Central Maroons can get this win here tonight. They have not played normal community this year. Normal community, Evan, is not on the schedule. They played normal West to the Maroons, so they cannot beat normal community to try to get the conference crown if they were to win out. So they'll need some help there to win the conference title outright, but if they were to win out and someone beats normal community, the champion such as Maroons would be co-Big Ten champions. And again, after a 2-7 and seven season last year, what a tremendous turnaround, especially under a first-year coach. You don't always see that. Yeah, that, that really would be something. Um, I, I'm sure that they would be content with just the playoffs, but they also are looking at that conference championship, and especially in a conference like the Big 12, you know, both normal schools ranked uh, in the top 10 state, uh, statewide, or what have you there. So um, a, a win tonight would be the first step towards that. And then, they, like you mentioned, they've got normal community or normal West next week before wrapping up in a couple weeks. Uh, a big, big test ahead if they if they want to win the Big 12. A decent crowd here for Champaign Central. Of course, we're at Tommy Stewart Field on the property of Champaign Centennial High School. Peoria, only a few fans over there, but it's a 90-minute drive, so it's not the distance is an issue there uh, for Peoria. The Lions coming off of just a huge win last week. No travel involved with this game last week to beat Peoria Richwood, so in the same town. 
58 to 14 at a running clock. And so the Peoria Lions looking to continue that high-powered offense. Central coming off a 33-22 win last week over Danville at home, and they've won three in a row at Evan. They got to a tough start. They lost the first game of the season to Metamora, 33-7. Toronto blew out Centennial in week two in the, the rivalry between those two schools, 48-21. But then they got blown up by Peoria and Notre Dame, 48-20. to So, But since then, they've won three in a row. They've turned the season around, a couple blowout wins of their own. And the Maroons riding high coming to this game, but so are the Peoria Lions. Players are lined up at the kickoff underway here in week seven of high school football. Playoffs on the line for the Champaign Central Maroons. Peoria also looking to clinch a playoff berth, at least be considered for the playoffs with a victory here tonight. Maroons are going to kick off, and it's a little squib kick, kind of uh, already down by Peoria, kind of a, an odd way to start the game, trying to catch Peoria off guard on sidekick, I should say, really. Even yeah. the players will line off on both sides for, for Champaign Central. Looks like there's a penalty flag. I think somebody might have crossed the 40 before the kick got off. Mr. Brown. Regardless, Peoria recovered anyway. But now it's a penalty. It's a five-yard penalty. So kick off from the 35-yard line. Maroons of Champaign Central in their black uniforms, white numbers, the maroon helmets. White trim along the middle of the helmet with a black line down the top of the helmet, right down the middle. Black pants, the Peoria Lions, white uniforms. Got to bring my binoculars tonight, Evan. <laughs> some, some vantage points here at uh, Tommy Tour Field, not as easy to see. A little bit lower here in the lower press box. And here we go, Champagne Central Maroons getting ready to kick things off here. This for the second time after a penalty on the first attempt. And this time he kicks it off down to about the 31-yard line, and it's recovered by the Lions. And here they come back the other way, 40, 45, 50. He may go 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown. He walks into the end zone and not the way the Peoria, uh, the, the Champagne Central Maroons wanted to start this game. A tremendous return there by Kenta Horton, the senior, the wide receiver defensive back for the Peoria Lions, returns it 69 yards for an opening touchdown here tonight. Yeah, and in my notes, uh, I didn't even get to mention it. Horton returned a 90-yard kickoff for a touchdown just two weeks ago, so maybe the Maroons were thinking that with that first attempted onside kick. They didn't want to kick it to him. They ended up having to do that, and, and Horton makes them pay, returning it practically untouched all the way. So Horton, 69 yards, just past the 30. You've kind of caught it, turned around and caught it on the right about the 31. Of course, our stats aren't official, but I will uh, call it a 69-yard kickoff return for a touchdown to start things off. And unfortunately for the Maroons, it would have been better off if the onside kick, although, again, players were lined up all the way down the line for the Maroons, so it wasn't a true onside kick. wasn't really a squib either. Uh, so they were trying to completely catch PR off guard, but it didn't work out. And the Lions are going to go for two here, it looks like. From the nine or from the 14 yard line. Oh, maybe he got down. And the quarterback's going to take it, keep him himself. He's to the 10. And that's where he's tackling a flag down, though. Yeah, I guess he didn't return that for a touchdown. I'm not sure what happened. I didn't see a call on the field. He went all the way into the end zone. Okay. There must have been a block, a legal block down inside the five. 
I didn't hear a flag or a whistle or anything. They're just lined up at the 14-yard line. It's another penalty on Peoria. Cam Ford, the sophomore quarterback, in there. As we didn't mention that Gabe Hernandez hurt in week five versus Normal West, and that game was 12-17, 139 yards and three touchdowns. Game time decision tonight. He is not in there. And the shotgun is Cam Ford. And a fumble. Ball's loose on the turf, and Peoria gets it back. Quick reaction by Davion Allen, the junior running back, just dives on the football, and Peoria is going the wrong direction here. Champaign Central catches a break. Again, we don't really know what happened because it looked like a clean walk into the end zone. No one touched him. Didn't see any flags in the field, so we don't know what the call was, but this take the touchdown off the board. And now they're back at the 28-yard line as Peoria. It fumbles it once again. Ball's loose on the turf. And Cam Ford somehow with two Central Maroon players there corrals it. And, I mean, I hate to be – this is a disaster for Peoria. And this 69-yard touchdown called back sword. I think it was the penalty was inside the five because they were pushed back to the 14. So this is the very end of the play where the penalty happened. I'm assuming it's a penalty to take the touchdown off the board. And then they had another penalty at the 10, and now they have two back-to-back -back fumbles here on the snap. Wide receiver in motion. Ford keeps the hand off. He goes right up the middle to the 20, to the 17-yard line, and tackle back at the 18. The ball's loose, and the Central Maroons pick it up. And Cam Ford cannot hang on the sophomore. He turns it over, and Evan Kahn, what a turn of events here for the Champaign Central Maroons. A disastrous start, a 69-yard touchdown, called back at the very end of the play, and then a penalty on Peoria, then two fumbles on the snap, and then the quarterback, Cam Ford, goes up the middle, and he fumbles it while trying to get extra yardage. And you see this all the time, and it drives coaches crazy. Don't try to get that extra yardage when guys are pulling you down. If you're going to – when it looks like you have nowhere to go and they're pulling you down, go down. Yeah, and it looked like he was going down, and I was about to start writing down the yards, and then he made a move, and then the ball was on the turf. So that's a tough break for Peoria, like you said. From from seven points in the first seven seconds to now you, you've you lost the ball, even with good field position. And, and good, good news for the Maroons now. They got a lot of field to cover, but they get the ball back without Peoria getting on the board. That is definitely huge indeed. McMahon, the quarterback. Luke McMahon, six foot four, hundred ninety-five pounds. He's a senior for the Central Maroon football team. Again, four and two coming into this game. As is Peoria. Both teams four and one in conference play. Both teams looking to qualify at least to be considered for the 2018 high school playoffs here in Week Seven. Wide receiver in motion. And a handoff to the running back up to the 19-yard line from the 17, so gain of two to be second down and eight. I mean, I can't stress this enough. What a so many breaks for Champaign Central on that drive there by Peoria. Peoria shot themselves in the foot after getting the touchdown taken off the board. And, and boy, or Ford, however, uh, even had a good run there, probably set up for, for a, at least a field goal if he just holds on to the ball there. Now, quarterback under center, McMahon, running back. And there as well, rod receiver in motion. The handoff to the wide receiver up the middle of the 20. 24-yard line, gets pushed back at the 23-yard line. Terrell Evans, the junior, 5'10", 161 pounds. He's in motion on the snap. So now it'll be third down for Champaign Central. 
Yeah, weird start here for the Maroons. They only setting up with one in the backfield, but they're a very run-dominant team. We'll see how many motion-type plays that they do here tonight. They've done two already with bringing guys around from, from the outside. A third and four, just inside the 24-yard line. So they're just past the 23. It's about maybe thir third down and four and a half. McMahon under center trying to draw Peori offsides. We've got another stoppage in play. Looks like Central is going to call a timeout. Champaign Central indeed does call a timeout here with 9.04 to play here in the first quarter from Champaign. Champaign Centennial High School, but it's a Central Maroons here at Tommy Stewart Field. Of course, the Sheriff Field. This is a beautiful turf. If you haven't been by to see it, this is the first year of the, the field turf that said Central and Centennial will play on this season. And it's just a completely different look than the last time I was here, of course, when it was a grass field. But now it's field turf, and it's just a really nice field. Uh, it's got a lot of you know, yellow lines on it for soccer, of course, but uh, it, it just looks great. It's got the lighter shades of green every five yards. Yeah, it's really professional looking. It looks a lot like the field at Memorial Stadium, and you're starting to see a lot more of these around the area. High school teams able to afford these, these turf fields, and they really hold up. Takes away some of the mowing cost, and then we get, when it gets a lot of rain, doesn't field doesn't get torn up. In motion is Evans. McMahon goes up the middle to the 26-27 yard line, maybe. Close to a first down. We'll see where they spot it. Looks like they're going to spot it back to the 26, maybe 26-and-a-half yard line. It's going to be fourth down for Champaign Central in their own territory. They're going to spot it just past the 26. So about a yard and a half to go here for the Maroons, and they're going to the offense is going to stay on the field. 8.35 to go here in the first quarter. I'm Michael Kaiser alongside Evan Kahn. Thanks for joining us on this warm Friday night here in Champaign. Weird weather the last couple days, to say the least. <laughs> Up and down, but that's uh, the Midwestern weather for you. 75 degrees right now. Up the middle, first down for Champaign Central. And there was Jalen Booker getting his first carry of the night, picking up the first down. First down, they're deep in their own territory there, Evan. They've got to, you know, they had to get that first down. They could ill afford to be stopped. Yeah, and, and that's a huge one. You know, now they've taken off four minutes off the clock here, and, and maybe they're in business. They get that first first down, and they're really moving the ball. No negative plays so far. McMahon under center. Booker to his right. Wide receiver in motion. McMahon hands off to the receiver. Goes up to the right side. Stopped at the 30, maybe the 31. We'll see where they spot it. So not much action there. Yeah, tough play. They, they really have ran the same play every time. Just, just changing directions left and right. And, and Milton not able to get anything on that one. Got about a yard it looks. No, he actually no gain. It's his first down markers at the 41, and they spotted at the 31. So, indeed, no gain there for the Central Maroons. Second down and 10. And first quarter, no score between Central and Peoria. Central Maroons beat Danville here last week, 33-22. Peoria, Peoria Richwoods last week, 58-14. One team will be in the conversation for the playoffs after tonight. McMahon under center, hands off to his running back, up to the middle to the 36, 37-yard line. Flag on the play once again. Jalen Booker with the carry. A nice push by Booker there, able to pick up quite a few yards. We'll see what the penalty is. Six yards. 
Face mask, that'll be a 15-yard penalty on Peoria. So Peoria hurting themselves once again. A face mask at the end of the play. The official was right there, Evan, so he obviously had a good sideline to see that. Yeah, he threw the flag right there. Like you said, it all happened right in front of him, and the Maroons keep, keep getting breaks, and they're moving down the field now, getting close to midfield. They're going to say that was just the five-yard variety, so not a rough face mask, but still a face mask. In the NFL now, it's just 15 yards automatically in college as well. Right. But high school has a, still has the different levels of face mask. So McMahon back under center. And he keeps it himself up the middle. First down, 45. He's to the 50. Other side of midfield, 47-yard line, 45, 44, still standing. He is still going down to the 41-yard line of the Peoria Lions. An unbelievable run there by Luke McMahon. Carried about six tacklers, about 10 yards. They couldn't bring him down. An incredible run by Luke McMahon. Take them from the 41, their own 41 to the 41 of Peoria. An 18-yard gain on the ground by the QB sneak, QB keeper. Yeah, I was waiting for him to call it dead, but he just kept moving forward so they can't call it dead, and he carried the whole pile an extra eight yards. First down and 10 from the 41. Wide receiver in motion. Hands off to Booker. Booker up in the middle of the right side of the 37-yard line. That'll be second down and three. Jalen Booker. Jalen Booker coming into this game. 56 carries, 284 yards, and four touchdowns on the season. Five yards a carry. What a, just a tremendous turn of events here tonight if you're just joining us. Peoria, 69-yard touchdown, wiped off the board. Then they had a penalty on their first play, then fumbled two snaps, and then fumbled on a carry by the quarterback, and suddenly the Maroons are driving. Kind of a weird formation there. McMahon hands off. Now it's a double handoff, and up the middle, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Champagne Central into the end zone. A big play there. And Champaign Central is on top of this in this game, six to nothing. What a huge, huge run up the middle, 40 or 37-yard touchdown run by the Champaign Central Maroons. Connor Milton, the junior, five foot 11, 175 pounds, and they handed off to one player, and it was such a quick handoff, I didn't even see who got it. And then he came around and took off. Milton did, and went into the end zone almost untouched. Yeah, the defense went with the with the fake, the ball carrier moving to the left, and then he went to got it going to the right, did Milton and he had two guys to beat, and he just beat them around the end all the way to the touchdown. You knew something was up with that formation. Here's the snap and the hold and the kick, and it is good. 7 to nothing. Champagne Central over Peoria. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Central with a tremendous start. Stay with us. This is high school football here on DWS. School football on News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign Urbana. I'm Michael Kaiser alongside Evan Kahn. Champaign Central leads Peoria 7 0. And here's the kickoff kind of a pooch kick to the 33 yard line. Horton with it again. He's to the 40 and brought down to about a six yard return this time. Maybe a seven yard return to the 39. Maybe they're going to spot it at the 40 yard line. Much better 
on the special teams coverage this time by the Champagne Central Maroons, and they are fired up there on the sideline and on the field. Again, if you're just joining us, it was a 69-yard touchdown return for Peoria, called back, something happened inside the five-yard line, and then they fumbled two snaps in a row, and then a penalty, and then fumbled two snaps in a row after that. So the first three snaps did not go well for the Peoria Lions. Then the QB up the middle, then he fumbled being tackled, and the Maroons just went down and scored. Terrell Evans got that handoff initially, as we talked about before the break, on the double handoff. The touchdown by Milton. Here's QB keeper by Ford, but he's tackled at the line of scrimmage. Peoria going right to left near radio dial. Good tackle there by a couple of Central Maroons. Yeah, you're talking about the Maroon sideline being fired up, and, and that is huge. You know, you think that you give up a touchdown to start the game, and instead now you're up a whole touchdown. You've got them on their own side of the field here, and, and a, a three and out here could really just turn the momentum in the first five minutes. Four passes out to the right, 41-42 yard line. Wide receiver Tiger Netters there, the junior. Tackled after about a three, four yard gain. They'll spot out to the 44. It'll be third down. They're going to spot it past the 44, so we'll call it the 45 yard line. A third and five should be because the drive started at the 40. They're going to just, just inside the 45 yard line for the center holding the football. In the shotgun is Cam Ford, the sophomore, calling the shots, looking right and left. Gives it to Netters. Netters keeps the ball. He's at the 45, the 50. First down. A shoestring tackle there by Champaign Central. Preventing a bigger play there. First down for Peoria. Cam Ford in the shotgun. A, wide, a running back. Got a wide receiver in motion. Now hands up to his running back up the middle, 45. 46-yard line officially. That is Davion Allen. Yeah, his first carry of the day, he came into the game leading the Peoria, Peoria Lions in rushing yards. Ran for 186 yards a couple weeks back. Cam Ford in the shotgun. Wide receiver is Tiger Netters in motion. Hands off to his running back up the middle. Tackled down to the 42-yard line. Going to be about three yards, three yards shy of the first down for Peoria. You know, a lot of motion on both sides. They got a lot of receivers running through the backfield, some misdirection. Davion Allen, the running back. Right, spotted at the 41. First down markers at the 39th, the third down and two. Here at Tommy Stewart Field, and there is a Central Maroon player down. I can't see a couple coaches around him, so blocking the number. Yeah, it looks like that's the, the defensive leader for the Maroons, uh, Jabali Maatuka. Down right now, came into the game leading the Maroons with 56 tackles on the season. Had to watch out for cramping tonight with these humid mm -hmm. conditions. Not uh, very pleasant conditions for playing football in October. They're being highly active outside. These guys have to really drink a lot of fluid. Avoid, to avoid the cramping situation. Especially down there on that turf, I don't know exactly how, how much warmer it makes it feel, but just walking on the bleachers near the field, it felt felt warmer down there. So, yeah, cramping could definitely be an issue, and that's kind of the way it looks. Maatuka limps off the sideline under his own power. The junior, 5'9", 965 pounds. 
It's again third and two, four down territory here at Peoria on the 41-yard line of the Central Maroons. Running back Davion Allen, the junior. Cam Ford in the shotgun. Allen basically directly behind, maybe a little bit to the left, Cam Ford, but in a shotgun. And a great open field tackle missed there by the Maroons, and Davion Allen just plows through and gets the first down and a whole lot more. A missed opportunity there by the Champaign Central Maroons to get a tackle for a loss and make it a long fourth down play, but instead about a 10-yard gain down to the 31-yard line, first down and 10 for Peoria. Yeah, I thought he had it wrapped up there. That would have been huge, uh, but Allen able to slip away and just run it right up the middle. Cam Ford hands it off to Allen. One, Cam Ford keeps it this time himself and hit by a couple of Central Maroons at the 31-yard line. No gain there. So great job by the defense of Champaign Central. Yeah, they sniffed that out. Either way, it looked like the Maroons were ready to stop the run, and they were able to wrap up Ford there. Jalen Booker with the tackle. A couple of Maroons again there. Cam Ford in the shotgun. Michael Kaiser, Evan Kahn with you here. Tommy Stewart Field in Champaign. Both teams looking for that ever so important fifth win. Cam Ford hands off to a wide receiver who went in motion. He's going to lose yardage and somehow gets inside the 30. He looked like he was going to be pushed out of bounds before he even got to back to the line of scrimmage. But he gets through. He came around from the right side, came around to the left, and ran a long way. Covered a lot of ground there only to get a couple of yards. They're going to spot at the 28, so it'll be a gain of three for Kavion Mack, the junior wide receiver. He lines up to the right. Three wide receivers. Again, Cam Ford in the shotgun. Davion Allen behind it. Kind of a shotgun eye formation here. You don't see that very often. Yeah, I'm guessing that Ford has a little trouble dropping back. Here's the pit, the pass, Ooh. and a drop there at the 20-yard line. Would have been a first down. Peoria with a missed opportunity there. The second down, or third down, excuse me. Third down and seven. The wide receiver, Kyrick Evans, the senior, dropped an important first down pass there. Going to go for it on fourth down here with about seven yards to go. Cam Ford in the shotgun. Davion Allen behind him. Two wide receivers to the right. One to the left. Central Maroons defensive line. Four down linemen there. Cam Ford looks to pass. Now throws deep down the field to the right. Got a receiver runs into a couple of Champaign Central Maroons, and they're going to say the ball was overthrown. There was not a chance to catch that football, but it was incidental collision anyway, and I don't think that was pass interference regardless. It was a catchable football, and then there's a turnover on downs, and Champaign Central's offense goes back onto the field. So the defense gets another stop. Of course, the last time they forced a turnover, this time they forced a turnover on downs. And what an important drive here for Champaign Central. The minute 37 to go here in the first quarter of seven and nothing over Peoria. They can get, you know, get this ball into the second quarter, keep their defense off the field in this heat, keep it fresh. Could mean a lot towards later in this game. McMahon under center, wide receiver in motion. There's the pitch to his wide receiver, and he's going to have nowhere to go. He's going to lose yardage back at about the 23-24 yard line. We'll see the official wants to spot it. Did not go the way that they wanted it to go. Connor Milton came in motion from the left to the right and ran to a swarm of Peoria line defenders. They're going to spot it to the 25, a loss of three. 
Yeah, nowhere, just really nowhere to run. You go into the short, short side of the field and ran into a whole bunch of Lions defenders there. Sometimes that's a difficult spot of the field when there's not a lot of room to run over there. McMahon under center. Jalen Booker running back. Dunk goes in motion briefly, hands it to Booker, and he is going to get to about the 27-yard line. It'll be third down, 43 seconds to go here in the first quarter. McMahon is taking his time here. The Python run one more play. Yeah, been a really quick first quarter here. Teams keeping the ball on the ground, and, and they're moving it back and forth here. We'll see if the Maroons can get one more playoff here before the end of the first. Play clock. There's no play clock tonight. Yeah, I was going to note that. It, rather unusual. No idea what the play clock's down to. McMahon under center. Third down. Looks the pass. Throws it out of bounds. His wide receiver was not going to have a chance to catch that one. Stops the clock with 9.6 seconds to go. McMahon gets knocked to the ground back at about the 12-yard line. He rolled out to his right and just kind of threw it out of bounds. Probably a safe play there. Head coach Tim Turner probably okay with that pass. But it's going to be fourth down and ten. Because they got no yardage on that driver. The first play was negative yardage. 9.6 seconds to go here in the first quarter. And the Central Maroons are going to have to punt the football, I would guess, here at the 28-yard line. And that is indeed what they are going to do. And 9.6 seconds to go. Central with a 7 to nothing lead. Snap back. And here's the kick. It is up, and it's a good kick from the 28 all the way down. He's bouncing and bouncing to the 34-yard line with one second to go here in the first quarter. And a great kick there by Ashton Timms. A 38-yard kick, just what the Central Maroons needed. The Penn Peoria back a little bit. A short kick there could have been a dangerous position for the Central Maroons defense. But instead, Peoria with one second to go here in the first quarter, trailing seven to nothing. Has to go to 66 yards to tie this game. Have to do so most likely in the second quarter unless they break one here. They'll have to run one play. Central should have let that run out that last second. Cam Ford will be in the shotgun once again. This time he has Javier Guyton. The ball is handed off to Guyton up the middle, and he's tackled at the 39-yard line, a gain of five yards in the final play of the first quarter. It'll be second down and five when we come back to start the second quarter. Champaign Central 7, the Peoria Lions nothing here from Tommy Stewart Field in Champaign. Stay with us. You're listening to High School Football here on DWS. Welcome back to High School Football here on News Talk 1400 DWS. Michael Kaiser, Evan Kahn with you. Hand off to Guyton and tackled at the 40-yard line. Maybe got a yard, yard and a half. We'll see where they spot it. They're spotted at the 40. So it'll be third down and four. Good job by the Central Maroon defense to hold them to just one yard. And Peoria trailing 7 to nothing. Two Champaign Central. Central looking to be get that fifth win, be considered for the playoffs. Again, only won two games all of last season. Here's the handoff up the middle, and he is knocked back at the 40. He's met by a 
a line of the Central Maroon defense is Guyton, Javier Guyton, who has not been in the game until late in that last play of the first quarter. He stayed in to start the second quarter. And he's going to be in the backfield once again. Cam Ford again, kind of the shotgun eye formation, which I have not seen before. You have a running back kind of off to the side, or we got one on each side, but not one directly behind the quarterback. He's not directly behind him. He's just barely off to his right. Here's the pass by Ford, and it's tipped at the line of scrimmage, I believe, by Jalen Booker for the Maroons. That's incomplete. Jalen Booker indeed. The Central Maroons with the turnover on downs. Once again, that's back-to-back -back drives, Evan Kahn, where they've had a force of turnover on downs for the Peoria Lions, who probably should have punted there on fourth down and four. They did not do so, so they've had a fumble on the quarterback camp for trying to go to the ground. They've had two turnover on downs. They had the 69-yard kickoff return taken off the board. It was for a touchdown. So everything going Central's way right now. Yeah, Peoria just can't seem to get the ball in the end zone or, or really even moving forward here uh, after that kickoff. And, and the Maroons have just been carrying the momentum. A lot of big stops on defense, and we'll see if they can keep it going on offense. They had that uh, odd formation again where they had their wide receiver kind of backed up just a little bit, kind of curved at an angle when they did that double handoff the last time that formation existed, trying to see if Peoria would they would do it again but only no gain there, might have lost a yard. The first out markers at 30, they're just inside the 41, so no gain there for the Central Maroons. One ride receiver to the right, again that Evans with the handoff, goes right up the middle of the 40, still on a seat, he gets tackled at 39, and he'll have nowhere to go, just a gain of about two yards. Looked like he was about to break one there, but then the Peoria Lions defense rallied and kept him at bay and took him down at the 39-yard line. So it'll be third down and nine from the Central, for the Central Maroons in Peoria territory. So Evan, they could probably go for fourth down here since they're in Peoria's territory. Or it's just a penalty. Yeah, uh, we haven't seen what the what the kickers got for the Maroons, but with the way that they're running the ball, averaging more than four yards per carry, they can get a, a nice carry here. Probably keeps them four down territory. McMahon under center. Here's the keeper tries to go up the middle, and really nowhere to go. And that play call wasn't going to get too many yards. McMahon picked up off the ground by his teammates. And they're going to spot it at the 35-yard line, so a gain of four. It'll be fourth down and five for the Central Maroons. And why not go for it here? Definitely can't kick a field goal from this distance. Champaign Central up seven to nothing over the visiting Peoria Lions here in the second quarter, 9.07 to go. Michael Kaiser, Evan Kahn with you. Two wide receivers to the right, one to, to the left, one to the right. And they're not going to get a first down. We have a flag here. Stoppage of play. Looks like it might be on Central. We'll see. Central's hoping it's on Peoria because if it's not on Peoria, it's going to be first down for the Lions. Here's the call. Offsides on the Peoria oh, wow. Lions. And what another error by Peoria. And it keeps this drive alive because that should be a first down. Five yards will take it to the 30. And that's where the first down marker is. First down and 10 for Champaign Central, and what a break there, Evan. Yeah, the breaks just keep coming for the Maroons. McMahon was definitely well short, and, and it was a free play. It's not like it would have counted anyway, but uh, 
The Maroons were going to be short, and instead it's an offsides, and they've got a fresh set of downs, only 30 yards to the end zone. McMahon under center. Booker in the backfield, hand on the ground. He hands off to Booker. He goes up the middle, 25 to the 20, to the 15. Still carrying three tacklers down to the 12-yard line. Jalen Booker, what a great run there. About an 18-yard gain, about eight of it, carrying three Peoria Lions, and it's first down and 10, Champaign Central. Yeah, the Lions as well have a tough time tackling here so far tonight. The Maroons able to keep carrying an extra, extra few yards. McMahon up the middle a couple drives ago, and, and Booker there. Now they're marching down into the red zone. All spotted at the 12. McMahon under center. Champaign Central with a chance to go up double digits. Here, maybe two touchdowns. McMahon with the keeper, and he's going to get maybe a yard. Can really kind of afford to take their time here. Take care of the football. He's down to the 11-yard line. Second down to nine. A really critical uh, finish to this drive for Champaign Central. Again, Peoria beat Peoria Richwoods last week, 58 to 14, a running clock. Central with a 33-22 win last week. So Central trying to keep the offense on the field as long as it can, keep their defense fresh. Again, it's a humid night here at Tommy Stewart Field in Champaign. So keeping the defense on the sideline and hydrated is the recipe for success for the Central Maroons. McMahon under center, wide receiver in motion, hands off to the wide receiver. He keeps it. He's at the pin and he's hit by a couple Peoria Lions across the way on the right side of the field, opposite side from us. As Central moving right to left on your radio dial. So it'll be third down, he might have gotten to the 10. Trying to see where they spot the football here. They're gonna spot it at just inside the 11, so officially it will be the 10, but it's just inside the 11. So basically third down and nine. Do you kick a field goal here, Evan, if you don't get the uh, touchdown on the first down here? Um, if the guy's got the, the boot, yeah, you definitely want to take the points here already with the lead. Here's the hand off to Booker, and he has nowhere to go. Met at the 11-yard line by a three Peoria Lions, and it's going to be fourth down. Fourth down and nine now for Champaign Central. They've just had three straight runs up the middle, and uh, really no disguising anything there and Peoria has been ready for all three plays so critical play here fourth down and nine for Champaign Central they've had the ball for some time coming up on six minutes to go here in the first half bringing in an extra running back here so they're gonna go for it Central Maroons like to go up double digits here at the very worst and we got a timeout on the field and we'll stay right here. Champaign Central calls their second time out of the half. And really, Evan, it's a critical drive here. You could choose to kick the field goal because the extra point was clear by quite a bit uh, when they went up 7 to nothing on that uh, a drive earlier in the first quarter. So you can attempt the field goal here. But Tim, Tim Turner, the head coach of Central, wants the touchdown. And if he doesn't get it, he's trusting his defense the way his defense has been playing tonight that Fiore is going to be deep in their own territory. Yeah, and I think that might be the reason why they're going for it here because, yeah, you can take the three points or you can go for the seven, go up by two touchdowns, or if you don't get it here, you've got Peoria pinned way deep, 90-plus yards. They'd have to go to score it here. So 
hoping for the most out of his offense here to get the touchdown, but he'll put it in the hands of his defense if they're unable to get it done. Fourth down and nine here for the Champaign Central Maroons. 5.55 to go here in the first half. First down at the two-yard line. Connor Milton lined up sideways. Now comes to the backfield. McMahon with the handoff. And here comes Evans to the five, to the three, down to the two-yard line. Maybe it's going to be incredibly close. And I think he's got the first down. It is officially a first down for the Champaign Central Maroons and a little bit of trickery there once again. The fake to hand off to one receiver, Connor Milton, and the handoff to the other, Terrell Evans, and he came around from the right, went on to his left, and sliced through the defense, and he got down to the two-yard line, yeah, exactly you, where they needed. Yeah, you said it. He sliced. He was he was running to the, to the sideline, and then he just cut it right back through the Peoria defense, able to get three yards just on the cut, and then reached ahead for the first. Booker in the backfield for McMahon. Looks like we're going to have a false start here. Nope. Your central players are clapping. Oh, wow. Half the distance to the goal. I did not. I wasn't looking at the referee. Did you see the call? Yeah, it looks like encroachment or offsides, whatever you want to call it. That was before the snap, so it had to be an encroachment. Dead ball penalty there on Peoria. The ball now on the one-yard line. First down and goal for Champaign Central. Looking to punch it in here with 5.15 to go in the first half. Already up 7-0 over the Peoria Lions. A great job by the Central Maroon defense so far tonight. On the little time they've been on the field. But you can't stress this enough. Peoria has really hurt themselves with, with a fumble and a couple snaps. An actual fumble. Two turnover on downs. And McMahon in a hurry up to the line. And another stoppage in play here. And another timeout for the Central Maroons. That's their third timeout here the first half. And that coach, Tim Turner, didn't like something that he saw there. But McMahon ran up to the line of scrimmage and a quick timeout. So it's first and goal from the one with 4.58 to go here in the second quarter for Champaign Central. So they're in a good spot. They, this is four-down territory. They, they've got to get it in in one of these next four plays. And they most likely will unless they get a goal and stand here. Yeah, and uh, that's probably the call for the timeout here, telling them or using up that final timeout, hoping to get the touchdown here. And then you just kind of see how it goes, getting a, a two-score two lead here with less than five minutes to go in the first half. Don't expect Peoria to get the ball back twice before the end. So, so hopefully go up those two scores and take a lead into the locker room. Longer the defense stays on the sidelines in these warm October conditions, the better for the Central Maroons defense. Peoria's defense is going to get tired because now a chance to go to the sideline and get too many drinks here. McMahon gets set. He's under center. Looks left. Hands off to his running back, Booker. He's up the middle, and he's into the end zone. Touchdown, Champagne Central. 13-0. Jalen Booker took the handoff from McMahon, and Champagne Central is dominating this game. The only highlight of the game for Peoria was a 69-yard touchdown called back at the very end. Champaign Central now 13 to nothing, looking to kick the extra point and go up 14 to nothing. Got the, the, all the offensive line all line up to the right. They'll come back over the rest. Only the center was on the ball. Price Punke, the kicker. 
Here's the snap. It's up. It is good. 14 to nothing, Champagne Central here at Tommy Stewart Field. The Maroons looking good here in the first half. Stay with us. You're listening to high school football here on DWS. School football here on DWS. I'm Michael Kaiser alongside Evan Kahn. 14-0, Champaign Central with the lead at home over the Peoria Alliance. Here's the kickoff, a little pooch kick to the right, picked up at the 36-yard line. Here he goes. He's to the 45-47 yard line. He had a head of steam, and it was a very similar play going the opposite direction. The very first play of the game on the first kickoff, where he returned to the end zone again, was called back. I keep talking about that. I still have no idea what happened. Let me try to find out at halftime here. But yep. this time, Central is up to his game, and they're they're kicking it there to Horton intentionally, and just going directly for him, and he has nowhere to go. Yeah, he looks like he, he really wants to return one after being able to return that first kick all the way, and, and the Maroons coverage team on special teams done a nice job of wrapping him up here the last couple times. Cam Ford. And shotgun, wide receiver in motion. He throws to his left. He's at the 45, 50, 45, down to the 40. He's still going on his feet, and he's going to go all the way, folks. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Peoria. There's that man again. That's Horton. Horton got his touchdown back, and they're on the board just like that. A 52-yard catch and run. He caught it back at the 45, but the line of scrimmage was the 48, so he caught it behind the line of scrimmage and took off a 52-yard touchdown to break down the Central Maroon secondary there. Actually should have tackled him around the 40-yard line, and he broke free from that, and he was gone. There was no one behind him. Yeah, I thought he had him wrapped up, too, and he broke it, and like you said, he was free. There was really no one left to beat once he, once he got free at the line of scrimmage. So tough break there for the Maroons. And they are... Going for two, and they got it. And it's 17 to, or 14 to eight, excuse me, 439 to play here in the first half. And what a huge momentum swing for Peoria. Did they ever, Lions ever desperately need that? Yeah, definitely, and especially without taking any time off the clock here. So now it gives the ball back to the Maroons. We'll see what they can do. Uh, still plenty of time for Peoria to get the ball back, but I'm sure the Maroons want to eat up this clock, get a score, and get to the locker room because when they come back out for the second, they will get the ball back. Indeed. Central kicked off to start the game. So they, if the Maroons can find a way to score here, run out most of the clock and prevent Peoria from getting any more points in this half, He's set up for a good position into this game. So really a critical drive here for Champaign Central. I haven't got to see the Maroons return to kick yet here tonight, so we'll, we'll see what they can do. Isaiah, looks like it's, can't see the number. He's kind of angled just sideways enough to where I can't see the number. Looks like a number two, Isaiah Hazlitt. A sophomore, he's just going to pooch kick it, but let it just bounce on the ground first, and the Maroons fall on into the 42-yard line, and that's the first time I've seen that kind of kickoff. Yeah, I was about to ask you, you that as well. There. I've never seen a guy bounced it off the turf and then and kicked it. it. Jalen Booker falls on it at the 43-yard line, the Maroons' own 43-yard line. I've seen a lot of high school football. I've never seen him drop it off the ground and then kick it. 
We've seen a couple things tonight that I haven't seen before. Yeah, uh, we're going to have to talk to some bigger football gurus because yeah, I, I just have not seen that. Well, and Connor Milton a couple of times tonight and Evans, they have lined up directly sideways at the end of the line of scrimmage as well, which is also a different kind of a lineup that you've seen. Like Milton doing is doing it again. Evans is on the far side, a little more diagonal for Evans. Now Milton goes in motion to the right from the left. Hand out to Jalen Booker. He's the 45. He might break free. 40, 50, down to the 40-yard line, 38-yard line. And another great play by the Champagne Central Maroons. A huge gainer there of 19 yards down to the 38-yard line. And what a big-time play there by Jalen Booker and McMahon, the rest of the Maroons' offense, because they needed that play to get, get some momentum back on their side. Yeah, and Booker just fighting off tacklers once again, and, and big run there for the Maroons, like you said, getting the momentum, getting them into Peoria territory here, and, and only four minutes to go here in the quarter. McMahon under center. Different running back behind him. McMahon keeps it. He's at the 35, down the 32, maybe the 31-yard line. We'll see where he's spotted, the official spotted. They're going to spot it at the 32. One official down here on our side at the 31, and that's where we're going to spot it. So it's, it looks like it's just inside the 32, just short of the 31, but it's officially going to be the 31-yard line, so a seven-yard gain. Should be second down and three for Champaign Central. 3.36 to go in the first half. Connor Milton kind of a diagonal to the left side of the line of scrimmage. Terrell Evans doing the same on the right side. Evans coming back from the backfield. Gets the handoff from McMahon. He's to the 30, to the 25, down to the 24-yard line. And that's going to be a first down. Champaign Central, the marker was at the 29. Or 28, excuse me. And he's down all the way to the 24. First down and 10 for Champaign Central, so another big play there of seven yards. So two plays after the first down of 17, that a 17-yard or 19-yard run, then two seven-yard carries. Milton lined up sideways to the left. Terrell Evans kind of a diagonal on the right. Evans comes back, gets the hand up, now hands off to Milton, and he's swarmed under a great tackle there by the Peoria Lions. They were ready for the play that time. I, Try to see who that was. Yeah, that was Connor Milton on the carry there. The tackle there looks like Marquis Cook. Not sure, trying to see the numbers from here. Connor Milton indeed with the run, but a great open field tackle on Connor Milton that prevented that from being a big time play and a loss of four yards. Yeah, something Peoria really hasn't done a whole lot of being able to wrap, it, wrap up guys in the open field. It's a big one there on first down. In motion, handoff this time to Connor Milton. He comes to the right to the left. He's at the 25 and tackled it again. He was hit by Jaston Logan. Jaston Logan at the 23-yard line. I mean 22, we'll see where they spot it. Yep, at the 22-yard line. So the Maroons kind of doing, got a lot of guys in motion. Most of the time, Connor Milton has been lined up at the left side of the line of scrimmage, sideways, just back behind it. And Terrell Evans is diagonal on the right side of the line of scrimmage. And Peoria is just kind of confused at times on what's going on. Yeah, they're, they're running that, the three running backs at once, and you just never know who's going to get the ball. 
Hamilton in motion. Here's the fake pitch, hand up the middle. He's to the 20, to the 15, down to the 16-yard line, maybe the 17. Terrell Evans gets it this time. So the fake pitch to Connor Milton, the handoff to Terrell Evans, who came in from the right side of the line of scrimmage and curved it up the middle in the handoff from McMahon. Down to the, officially is the 17. It'll be fourth down and three from Champaign Central with 1.08 to go here in the first half. And with a 52-yard touchdown by Peoria in the last drive to get on the board and a two-point conversion, Champaign Central wants the first down here. Officially, it's going to be fourth and three for Champaign Central. Milton in motion. McMahon hands off to his running back up the middle. He's got the first down and more down to the 13-yard line. Yeah, Carante Boyd there with his first carry of the night getting through, but uh, I'm not sure what the flag is. See, looking for the referee here. Peoria defenders signaling that it's on Central. That was a first down, but it's against Champaign Central. Just like a legal block. And of course, we don't. This isn't uh, college or the NFL. If we don't have the officials mic'd, you're right. We just have to guess by the hand signals. That, where's Mark Schultz when he needed? <laughs> he knows that hand signal. I know most of the hand signals. That was that was a different one. Yeah. So that's a five-yard penalty. 47 seconds to go. It's now fourth and eight for Champaign Central. McMahon drops back to pass. He throws over the top. He's got Terrell Evans, and he's got it. Oh, he dropped it inside the 10-yard line. Terrell Evans had it just delivered to him, kind of underthrown. He turned around and reached up for it, and he nearly had it inside the 10. It would have been an incredible catch. A nice throw by McMahon, throwing off his back foot and kind of leaning with defenders coming his way. It's a, it's a great play that almost worked. Yeah, like you said, by the time he, he faked the handoff and he turned around, the the front of Peoria was already through, so he had to throw it off of his back foot. Not a whole lot on the throw. It was just kind of up for grabs. Evans did have a chance at it, but it's a disappointing turnover on downs, but Peoria's got quite a ways to go with only 41 seconds. They're at their own 22-yard line. Ford looks to his right, looks to his left, throws a receiver. Horton, the ball drops. It's behind the line of scrimmage. The officials are going to blow it dead and say it's just incomplete. But it was the pass was behind the line of scrimmage. He caught it at about the east. Well, he almost caught it to the 19 Horton did before he dropped it. Kenta Horton, the senior wide receiver, defensive back. 37.8 seconds to go here in the first half. Champaign Central 14. Peoria 8. They scored that touchdown on the Lions' last drive. A 52-yard catch and run by Horton. Ford in the shotgun, looks to pass, throws deep down the field. He's got a receiver over the middle, and the pass is too high. Collision there at the 48-yard line. Peoria's on 48. Good coverage there by McMahon, the quarterback. Yeah, looking for Chris Williams of Peoria there, and as you said, good coverage there. Uh, didn't really look like he had a chance to catch the ball anyway. A little too high from Ford, but... Nice defense by the quarterback and safety. Maybe he plays linebacker. Ben Schultz was in on there as well. McMahon and Schultz were both there after the play ended. Schultz actually might have been there initially. Ford gets a wide receiver in motion. Keeps it himself up the middle. He's to the 25, the 30, the 35, the 40. He's at the 45. He may go. 50, 45, 40, 35, 30. Down to the 20-yard line and out of bounds with 20 seconds to go. 
and a backbreaker for Champagne Central. They're able to get him on Peoria's side of the field. It might have boded well for their chances to go to the locker room up to lead 14-8 on the Maroons, but now Peoria with 20 seconds exactly to go here in the first half. Peoria will call a timeout and a huge run by the Peoria Lions. Yeah, 57 yards there for Ford right down the sideline, and he had blockers in front of him, and Booker was able to to bring him down finally. It's going to be going to be a tough last 20 seconds here for the Maroons' defense to try to hold Peoria and, and keep this lead as they head to halftime. Again, timeout Peoria trailing 14 to eight. The Maroons have led throughout. After a touchdown was taken off the board of the very first play of this game, Peoria returned to kick off 69 yards. But neither one of us saw a penalty flag thrown. It had to be inside the five because the, the ball was placed back at the 14. Right, a very odd placement. Yeah, so there had to be something illegal block in the back inside the five-yard line. I did not see it. Was, I mean, it was a clean into the end zone, but maybe that, that's why, because there was an illegal block. Right. And then there's Peoria really struggled there for the entire first quarter and most of the second. But here late, they've got it going. 20 seconds to go. Camp Ford in the shotgun. He throws to his right. His receiver catches the 15. He's to the 10. And down he goes in the field of play here. Did not get out of bounds. And another timeout by Peoria. It should be another first down. Pass is caught by Kavion Mack, the junior wide receiver. And Peoria's switched it up here their last two drives. They've, they've gone to the air and they've had success now. Uh, three passes, or I guess only two passes. Ford got it done with his legs a couple plays ago, but a couple uh, passing plays for more than 10 yards, and it's opening up the playbook, giving the Maroons some more to think about. And, and they're having a little bit of trouble here now, almost first and goal. No, it is just short on that last play. So they're going to say it's second down and one from the 11 for the Peoria Lions, trailing 14 to eight late in this first half, 11.9 seconds to go. Central Maroons looking for the fit, their fifth win. The Peoria Lions also looking for their fifth win, which made both teams playoff eligible. Cam Ford keeps it himself, and he's got the first down with seven seconds to go, 7.4. He gets to the nine. So first down and goal from the nine with seven seconds to go. So Peoria might have a chance here at a couple of plays. Throw it into the end zone. But Peoria calls another timeout. We'll stay right here with it. Is that, that, that's their second timeout of the half? Or I is that their that final? Is, I, I believe that's their second timeout. So they still got one to go. Second down and nine. Or second down and goal from the nine. Central would love to get a defensive stop here. You know Peoria is probably just going to throw a couple plays into the end zone, most likely don't what their kicking game is like. See a lot of times in high school football, not a lot of kicks, but Champaign Central's both touchdowns, they have kicked the extra point. Cam Ford, been in the shotgun all night long. That is running back most of the time. Davion Allen, for the most part, Guyton's been in there. Certain plays as well. Right now it's Allen directly behind Ford in the shotgun. Out. Ford looks. He throws in the end zone, and it is caught into the end zone. 
Touchdown, Peoria with 2.9 seconds to go. A strike by Cam Ford. 14-14. Yeah, yeah Kyrick Evans there hauling it in from nine yards out. He got in between a couple defenders. And Peoria going for the lead here. What a backbreaker to close the first half for Champaign Central. Ford drops back to pass. He throws to his receiver, and it is incomplete out of bounds. So most likely we'll go to the locker room with a tie game here at Champaign Central. Tommy Stewart Field, at the campus of Centennial High School. These two teams in Champaign Centennial and Champaign Central, as you probably know, share a football field. New turf this year for the first time, field turf. So the Central Maroon defense gives up, a, I believe, a 77-yard drive in the final minute, aided by a 57-yard run by the quarterback, Cam Ford. If you don't have that run, Central keeps them off the board most likely. Yeah, big break to be able to go in tied after that one win out of bounds. Only 2.9 here, so so maybe you get to return the kick here, but but probably the last play of the half. Uh, tough for the Maroons, who had a 14-0 lead with less than five minutes to go here in this half, and, and the big play bug bit them here in the last five minutes, and, and now it's tied with just the kickoff to go. We'll see if they go with that, that drop kick again. Most likely they probably will. Isaiah Hazlitt holding the football right now at the 39-yard line. With 2.9 seconds to go. Yep, hits the ground. He kicks it after he hits the ground. And Central loses the football. It's loose on the turf. And Peoria has it. But that does not matter because the time expired. So not a lot to lose there. On that, thankfully, because if there's still time left in this quarter, that would have been a really, really disappointing play and put the Central Maroons defense in a bad position. But head coach Tim Turner has got to be disappointed in the finish of that half. Team led 14 to nothing. But Peoria, you knew they wouldn't go away. The Lions fought back. They've tied this game. Got a one two-point conversion. Did not get the second one. But Champaign Central will have the ball to start the second half of the chance to try to get things going again. But Peoria has the momentum right now. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll break down the half, the first half of this game. And both teams trying to get that fifth win to become playoff, playoff eligible here in 2018. Michael Kaiser, Evan Tom with you. Stay with us. More high school football coming up next here on DWS. football here on News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana. Michael Kaiser alongside Evan Kahn. Thanks for joining us on this warm, muggy October 9, October 5th. We're at Tommy Stewart Field on the campus of Champaign Centennial High School. The Central Maroons playing tonight against the Peoria Lions. Central came into this game 4-2 on the 4-1 on the season of the conference, 4-2 overall. 
Peoria, the same record, 4-1 in the Big 12, 4-2 overall. Both teams looking for that ever so elusive fifth win on the week seven of the high school football season. Whoever gets tonight will be eligible for the postseason. That's where you'd like to be with two games to go, at least be in an eligible position. The loser will still have to get at least one more win in their final two games. So pressure will be removed from the winner of this game here tonight. An interesting game so far again, tied at 14 at the break. And Evan, things got off to a really interesting start to the pooch kick, got a very deep kickoff. The band's about to come on the field for Champaign Central High School. And homecoming week, got to mention that in the first half. It's homecoming, it's a lot of festivities throughout the week. You're a champagne, both champagne schools. But uh, just an interesting start to the game of pooch kick as Central was kicking from the left to the right, and Horton caught it for Peoria Lions. Kenta Horton caught it at about the 31-yard line, and he went to the end zone untouched, and you and I started breaking down the play and not even looking. And by the time we turned back around, Peoria was lining up the 14-yard line to run the first play of their drive because the touchdown was called back, and so it was a 69-yard touchdown taken off the board, which, you know, you start a game like that, you know, it's demoralizing for Champaign Central, and it really gives a ton of momentum to Peoria because starting off a game with a kickoff return for a touchdown is a tremendous way to start the game. So it was kind of deflating for Peoria. It really took about a quarter and a half for them to come out of it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they, Like you said, they they went backwards the three plays following the callback touchdown, and, and they really couldn't get anything on offense, all the momentum on, on the Maroon side. They were able to get two scores of their own, and then uh, about – uh, five minutes to go in the second quarter. Peoria got the ball back. They started to open up the playbook, started to throw the ball a little more, and, and it got the Maroons' defense on their heels. And, and you look back up at the score, now we're at halftime and we're tied at 14. So they came in with the same record, and I think that, that we've seen with this back-and-forth affair that uh, they, they are two teams that are very close in skill. Uh, they, don't, they don't play the same way, but... But they, they are both competitive, and it'll be an interesting second half to see uh, what adjustments both teams make. You know, Peoria just kind of cleaning things up, and the Maroons making sure that their defense is ready for both the pass and the run. Yeah, it's uh, not the way you want to close the half for Champaign Central, but the fact they got such a great start, they know that they can play with this team. But Peoria is coming off a 58-14 win last week against Peoria Richwoods and just a running clock, a dominating performance. So they're riding high. Champaign Central comes into this game on three-game winning streak. And Central, uh, Evan, got off a really slow start this season. They're one and two to start things. Uh, Central Maroon Band getting underway here. They were one and two to start the season. Not a good start. It went two and seven last year. So you had to wonder, you know, how what the mentality of this team was going to be like. Because uh, Nate Albaugh's last season was last season. And you just had to wonder, you know, how are they going to rebound from a one and two start? And that's exactly what's happened here for the Champaign Central Maroons. They've lost to Metamora 33 to seven, then beat Centennial in week two, 48 21, Labor Day weekend. The following week, another blowout loss at Peoria Notre Dame, 48 to 20. So two of the first three games were blowout losses. You're one and two. You're not competitive. The only game you are competitive game is against your, you know, arch, arch rival in Centennial. But they've rebounded since three straight wins, including that 33-22 win last week. 
So Tim Turner's first season kept his team's confidence level up, and they've turned things around. Yeah, I think that's that's a huge thing. You said it right there. Uh, uh, Tim Turner in his first year, you know, the, the players kind of adjusting to a new coach and a new system. Not to mention Metamora and uh, I've already Notre Dame, Peoria, Notre Dame, both two teams that, that will most likely be in playoff contention, if not in the playoffs. So, so they were definitely tested to begin the year, but but getting uh, acquainted with their new coach now uh, the last three weeks, they've really started to figure things out. They've won three in a row. They're looking good here. So maybe it just took time to, you know, uh, the team to mesh, and, and over those first three weeks, maybe maybe those losses really helped them learn a whole lot, and, and they came out the next three weeks ready to win, and uh, they're, they're rolling now. Uh, they, they got a tie ball game, and this is a big one. You know, if they can seal this one down, get that fifth win to qualify for the playoffs, you've got uh, opportunities six and seven ahead, uh, get a little better placement, maybe even a home game in the playoff time. So uh, not to get ahead of ourselves, we still got a whole nother half to play. They have a whole nother half to play, but a very important half for the 2018 season for the Central Maroons. After the Peoria Notre Dame 48-20 loss, Central won 42-14 against Urbana, 28-17 against Peoria Richwoods. So they have a common opponent, these two teams do. And again, I mentioned a 58-14 win last night by Peoria over Richwoods. So both teams beat Richwoods this year than Danville win last week that I already mentioned. So these teams looking for their fifth win of the season to become playoff eligible here in 2018. That's exactly where you'd like to be after seven weeks. Playoff eligible, but one team will be here tonight without that next to their name. So we'll have to see how things go here in the second half. Again, 14-14, our score. And Cam Ford, the starting quarterback uh, for Peoria. He finished week five after Gabe Hernandez got hurt in that game. Gabe Hernandez in week five was 12-17, 139 yards and three touchdowns. He got hurt. So Cam Ford finished that game. He was 3-4 of four for 102 yards, a touchdown, and 49 yards rushing and two rushing touchdowns. So Cam Ford is uh, a sophomore but he looks nothing like a sophomore out there. Yeah, he, he's done a lot with the ball uh, through the air and on the ground. You know, we, we really saw it with the wheels, uh, how long was that. He had a 57-yard run there in that uh, last drive before they scored their second touchdown, and he got it done through the air, able to find Horton. Uh, was reading some some comments from from Peoria's head coach saying that, that he's confident in his, his sophomore quarterback. He, he doesn't really see much of a change between him and the regular starter, senior Gabe Hernandez, and, and, it's, and it's shown he, he's very calm and collected in the pocket. Uh, not not a whole lot of drop-back opportunities, but when he has, he, he's able to find his receiver, and, and he's a very mature sophomore uh, for for especially being the backup. He, he didn't come in as the starter this season, so so a lot of confidence in him to just take the ball from, from a winning quarterback and just keep it rolling. Keep it rolling indeed as the halftime performance by the Central Maroon Band continues to go here. Head coach of Peoria Lions, Tim Thornton. So we got the double Tim tonight. Tim Turner <laughs> for Central. Tim Thornton for Peoria. One of these Tims will walk out here with a victory tonight. Peoria, of course, about a 90-minute drive. So when you're driving that far away from home, you'd like to get a victory. Uh, so we'll have to see how this goes again. 14-14 our score. We'll take another break. We'll come back. We'll look at the conference standings. We'll try to find some scores around the rest of the Big 12 here at area high school football. That's coming up next. Stay with us. You're listening to high school football here on News Talk 1400 DWS.
Welcome back to high school football here on News Talk 1400 DWS. You're in the Champaign Central Maroon Band in the background there tonight. Don't even need to have the crowd mic on. We're close enough where our mics are picking it up. All right, it's Champaign Centennial High School with the Central Maroons on the field tonight. Central and Centennial enjoying the benefits, the perks of field turf for the first time here in 2018. So if it, if it had rained overnight early this morning, it uh, hasn't really rained for most of the day since this morning. Uh, the field is in great condition. You know, had it been a little muddy if it was this was a year ago from now. So the Champaign Central Maroons and the Peoria Lions playing on a, a really beautiful field here. A great job by the crews of building this field turf. Not easy to do. Got new track as well. So good for the track and field team and to have this as well. And we're at the break at the half. I'm Michael Kaiser alongside Evan Kahn. 14-14 our score. Two late touchdowns by Peoria. Peoria thanks to a 57-yard run on that last drive. The only reason they even got close to the Lions team have a chance to score. And the 4-52-yard touchdown pass catch and run by Kenta Horton there is what changed things here for Peoria. Got the momentum back. But, Evans, go down the uh, stats here in the first half that we have. Yeah, the Maroons getting it done on the ground. Uh, only two attempts from Luke McMahon through the air, both of those incomplete. But they've had four different guys carry the ball. Uh, Ter Terrell Evans came into the game leading the Maroons in rushing. He's... Got five carries for 25 yards. Number two on the team is Connor Milton. He's got seven carries on the night, 37 yards and a touchdown, including that 37-yard touchdown that he had on the Maroons' first drive. Uh, been going positive and negative ever since then. We'll see if he can keep going forward here in the second half. Quarterback Luke McMahon carried the ball six times, uh, usually just a quarterback keeper right up the middle. He was able to pick up 35 yards doing that. And then Jalen Booker getting it done on both sides of the ball. He recovered the fumble on the first drive for Peoria. And then on offense, he's carried the ball eight times for 51 yards, including a one-yard touchdown that put the Maroons ahead 14 to nothing back in the early part of the second quarter. Uh, four drives for the Maroons, two of them successful. Uh, looking for, for more of the same in the second half. They really moved the ball, only one three and out, so hopefully they can keep the ball moving on the ground there. For Peoria, their quarterback, Cam Ford, is four of nine through the air for 74 yards and a pair of touchdowns. He's also ran the ball five times for 72 yards. He had a fumble on the first drive, but he also had a, a long 57-yard carry in their final drive to close out the, the first half. Uh, Kenta Hort who we mentioned had his kickoff return called back. He caught a 52-yard touchdown pass to get the Lions on the board. They haven't really done much running the ball outside of four, but they have given it to Davion Allen three times. He's got 17 yards on the ground there. That puts us at 14-14 all here at halftime. Van looks like they're finishing up their halftime performance. We'll just look at some area scores. Uh, week 7 of IHSA action, a big week. Uh, a lot of teams looking to clinch their playoff bids here. We've got uh, the 
Maroons, the Central Maroons and Peoria trying to do it, as well as St. Thomas Moore. They are playing Unity, and at last check, they were trailing 8 to nothing to Unity in the second quarter. We'll keep an eye on that to see if they can qualify. Other Big 12 action, Danville's trailing Normal Community 15 to nothing. That was back at the end of the first quarter, probably a little further along than that. Urbana also trailing Peoria Richwoods 10 to nothing in the first quarter. Uh, some other Area games of note, uh, Tuscola leads Warrensburg-Latham 21-7, to uh, closing at the end of the second quarter. Monticello, big game up at Pontiac, two undefeated teams in 3A, looking to see who's the best, really. And Monticello, they've got the 14-0 lead over Pontiac. Monticello, I don't have their exact numbers, but I believe they've given up like a combined 15 points all season. And this is in week seven. Seriously. Yeah, I'm not I'm not even joking. They and they're playing in a very good conference, the Illini Prairie. You know, they've got uh Rantoul, Central Catholic, St. Joe Ogden's in there and Monticello, Coley Welters, they always get it done and they're getting it done again tonight, as I said, up fourteen to nothing over Pontiac. Still in the second quarter there at last check. We'll we'll keep an eye on that one as well to see how that one keeps progressing. Uh, how many shutouts do they have here in 2018? What an, that's an incredible defensive performance through six-plus games, six-and-a-half games, basically. Only 15 points given up all season long. That's hard to even imagine. I mean, you figure give up at least, you know, seven, ten points a game at least. Yeah, even in blowouts, uh, they, they just – they just don't give up points. The second team, uh, yeah, they've had three consecutive shutouts, haven't given up points, I don't think, since week three, and, and only a, uh, a couple touchdowns there. A final champagne score, Centennial. They currently trail Lincoln Way Central. That's a non-conference matchup here. End of the third quarter, 20 to nothing there. Uh, Lincoln Way Central, I believe that's a Chicago uh, suburb, typically pretty good. So so Centennial got a tough matchup. Uh, We'll, we'll keep an eye on that one. We'll see how they they shake out there. Well, second half, and get under here shortly. Players are coming, just came out on the field for both teams to warm up. So I'm not sure if they're going to have to take some time to warm up. I don't think they're going to play here right away. The clock's ticking down. So they'll probably have some time to warm up. Both teams will can't just come out of the locker room and run back onto the field. You'll take some time <laughs> to warm up. So we'll take a, take a break here. We'll come back with the second half. As Evan told you, 14-14 our score. The Maroons led 14 to nothing early in the second quarter. But Peoria Richwoods, Peoria, the Peoria Lions fought their way back into this one to tie this game up late. Of course, Peoria has been flirting with the, the you know, being ranked all season long in the 5A poll throughout the entire season. But they have not been ranked yet. But Peoria, you knew they'd come back, and they got back into this game. We'll take a break. We'll come back with the second half action here at Tommy Stewart Field in Champaign. You're listening to high school football here on News Talk 1400 DWS. Welcome back to High School Football here on News Talk 1400 DWS. I'm Michael Kaiser alongside Evan Kahn here at Tommy Stewart Field in Champaign. The Central Maroons tied with Peoria, the Lions of Peoria to start the second half, 14-14. Central led 14-0 but had the ball here to start the second half to try to get the lead back. Evan Kahn, my partner. Monticello's going up 21 points this season, he says. <laughs> Still incredible defense this season for the, for Monticello. 21 points in six-plus games. That's that's uh, not easy to do. 
I mean, you figure, again, seven, ten points a game. You know, ten points again through six, that's 60. They've given up 21. Yeah. This, uh, this is big for the Maroons being able to get the ball here. Uh, also big, they were not able to recover the last kickoff like this from Peoria, so hopefully they, they figured out a way to catch it. It's weird. That's not going to go 10 yards. It did go 10 yards, I think, at the very end, and Peoria picks it up. And for some reason, Central did not grab it immediately. They waited for it to go 10 yards. The receiving, oh, Central somehow got it. It looked like Peoria dove in, but they missed it. The receiving team does not have to let the ball go 10 yards before they pick it up. Ball went 10 yards, but I think Peoria might have touched it just before the 10-yard marker. Yeah, I couldn't see who that was, but it, it did look like a Peoria guy dove in there uh, thinking that he was going to grab it at the 10, but instead touched it at the, at, after nine yards. So yeah, that's where they'll place it. Peoria's defense will be on the field in their own territory. Central Maroons start in Peoria's territory at the 49-yard line. Terrell Evans lined up to the right, McMahon under center. Evans comes back, a double handoff, and Connor Milton is going to be stopped, and he got just hammered at the 48-yard line. Another got stopped at the 50 at midfield, gets back to the line of scrimmage and maybe gains another yard after that. Second down to nine. But that play is not working right now for, for uh, Central Maroons. Peoria knows it's coming. Yeah, they're really stacking the box there. It looked like they had uh, seven, eight, nine guys uh, ready for that, and, and Milton had a nice move. Thought he was going to get wrapped up in the backfield. Uh, got back to the line of scrimmage and was hit hard. So, going to have to to work in a couple other plays here in the second half. Uh, like you said, Peoria just kind of sitting there waiting for it. Luke McMahon only 35 passes on the season coming into the game. Milton in motion, hands up off the middle. Booker all the way down to the 42-yard line, a gain of about six yards. Booker just a hard-nosed runner. He ran it right back up the middle, carrying defenders the whole way and, and able to get, like you said, six yards out of it and setting up a, a nice third and short here for the Maroons. Third down and three. Ball's on the 42-yard line. First down markers of the 39-yard line. 10-41 to play here in the third quarter. A tie football game at 14 apiece. One wide receiver to the right. Connor Milton lined up at the edge of the line of scrimmage. Terrell Evans goes in motion. McMahon under center. He tries to get the first down on his own, and I don't think he's going to get anywhere. He's being knocked back. They'll spot it at the, just inside the 42-yard line, so there'll be about a two-and-a-half yards needed for a first down here for the Central Maroons. On fourth down, what will be the decision here from first-year head coach Tim Turner? They have punted it once, but that's whenever they were on their own side of the field. Uh, he's shown every time they've gotten into Peoria's territory that they're, they're willing to go for it on fourth down, and, and I think they're going to keep doing it. Ball's just inside the 42-yard line, so we'll still call this three yards, fourth down and three. Connor McMahon under center. Milton goes in motion, hands off to Booker, takes a handoff, gives it to Terrell Evans. He's, can he get around the edge? And he does to the 35, down to the 31-yard line, maybe the 30, and a first down, but a flag on the play back at the 43, and it's oh. going to be a hold on Champaign Central, bringing it back. That'll be fourth down and long now for the Champaign Central Maroons. Yeah, I didn't see the hold. I was I was watching Evans to see if he could get around the end, but I'm guessing it was somebody there on the right side of the line held somebody so that he could get free and get around the end. That, that's just 
uh, amazing how quick Evans can turn the corner. He was running towards the sideline, and then at a drop of a dime, he just cut to his left, and he picked up five yards and then just kept going. And, and it would have been a nice run had it not been for the hold. Ball's back at the 47 now. Central's own 47. This drive started on the 49 of Peoria. So now this drive's lost four yards. Still fourth down, have to get to the 39-yard line. Do the Maroons. Need 14 yards. In motion is Connor Milton. Stops back now. And now we got a timeout. Formation issues there by Tim Turner's offense. Timeout central. Tim Turner, again, that's that formation. That you don't, I haven't seen this too much maybe at another level where they've got Connor Milton lined up sideways, slight diagonal on the left end of the line of scrimmage. Terrell Evans doing the same on the right side of the scrimmage as the Maroons move left to right on your dial. And they're just kind of on opposite ends. And then one of them goes in motion. And then when they snap, the other guy comes around. And they're not sure which one's going to get the handoff. And they're trying to do some trickery here about every play. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think, you know, they run this kind of thing a lot in peewee. You know, you got a quarterback that can't throw it more than five yards. So, so you give um, three different running backs, you give them all kinds of different looks, and, and you confuse them. But, yeah, like you said, I haven't seen too many many high schools, definitely not college teams running an offense like this. Um, it, it's it's definitely different. Um, it's worked so far. I mean, they've gotten two scores, and they kept it close. But it's tough uh, whenever you get in these long fourth down situations and you just can't air it out. Fourth and 14, McMahon under center. Terrell Evans goes in motion. McMahon fakes the hand up. He throws deep down the field. He's got a receiver, and he's going to overthrow him. Connor Milton was streaking down the middle of the field. It would have been a first down. And we got another flag on the field. I don't see the flag, but there is laundry on the field somewhere. Personal foul hit to the helmet by the Peoria Lions defense, and that's going to be an automatic first down. There's the laundry back at the 35-yard line, about 12 yards behind the line of scrimmage. That's where Luke McMahon was, and he had Connor Milton just streaking down the middle. A shot to the head. That's the call, personal foul. A helmet to the head of Luke McMahon. And Peoria would have had the ball on the 47-yard line of Central. Instead, it's first down and 10 on the 15-yard penalty, takes the ball all the way to the 38-yard line for Champaign Central of the Peoria's territory. Yeah, I, I don't know uh, how many times this can happen. The Peoria just keeps giving Central opportunities, and, and they did it again, you know, fourth down, and it would have been a turnover in, on down, and now they get a, a fresh set with only 38 yards to the house. Here's a hand on Evans up the middle. He's at the 35. He's at the 34-yard line. Cuts the corner. He's at the 25, 20, out of bounds, just short of the 20. They're going to say he stepped out at the 24. A 14-yard gain by Terrell Evans. Started from the right, cut around to the left, and took it all the way down to the 24-yard line, and a huge run with 9.24 to play here in the third quarter. Evans' longest carry of the night, and it is a big one, is getting him down there into the end zone and, and just taking advantage of these Peoria mistakes. If, if Central can keep doing that uh, and creating some of their own luck as well, it's, it's just going to keep them in this game and, and hopefully leads to a score here. Evans. To the right, Milton comes in motion from the left. McMahon keeps it, goes up the middle, down to about the 21-yard line. A gain of three, second down and seven. So, again, the Peoria penalties and fumbles have really cost them dearly tonight. That was a fourth down and long. I mean, that was a 
Central needed to get to the 39-yard line. They were on their own 47. It was fourth down and 14. And you got a, you know, basically roughing the passer, but it was a shot to the helmet. That's what the penalty was. Again, the first down, a 15-yard penalty. Now it's second down and seven from the 21-yard line of Peoria. Central is in business. Ball's loose on the turf, and who's got it? Peoria says they have it. Central says they have it. Typical thing you see on a fumble. <laughs> 8.35 to go in the game. Clock is not stopping. Should be stopped, though. 8.33. They'll probably some time back on the clock. And, and Peoria oh. has the football. They un untangle the pile. And a big-time turnover. McMahon cannot hang onto the football on the snap. And coming back onto the field is the Peoria Lions offense with a chance to take over. That was felt like one of the longest drives ever in terms of time. Took three and a half minutes off the clock. Yeah, getting a little sloppy here. Uh, three or four penalties there on, on that last drive alone. Not a good drive for Champaign Central. A killer finish to that drive. They with the 21-yard line. Now they turn it over on the fumble. First turnover of the game. At least turning the football over by fumbling. Had a turnover on downs earlier. Very costly, but a long way to go for Cam Ford and Peori. Hands off to his running back. Up the middle, 25. He's to the 30 and tackled from behind. Allen with tackled from behind there. Schultz, Ben Schultz with the tackle there. The first down up to the 32-yard line an 11-yard gain by Peoria. Allen's been a handful tonight. Ford hands off to Allen again. He's at the 35 to the 40, 43-yard line. Gain of another 11 yards. And another first down back-to-back 11-yard -back gains by Allen of Peoria. Peoria's... Looks like they're spreading out the, the Maroons' defense. They're sending some guys out wide, and it's leaving the middle of the field open, and, and Allen's able to work. He, he's really got a good run, body for a running back, and he's able to make some shifty moves. And he makes a shifty move there, gets around the end, and gets back to the line of scrimmage, and then some. The 43-yard line up to the 47-yard line, a gain of four this time. Could have been a loss, but he gets four yards out of something out of nothing. In week five, Davion Allen had 22 carries, 186 yards against Normal West. The two huge runs prior to the four-yard run, second down and six, so second, set up a possible third and short. Here's a pass out to the right. It's caught up to the 50-yard line on the far side from Ford. Can't see the receiver from way over here. Looks like Chris Williams, number four, junior for Peoria. Six foot two, 191 pounds. Got to the just short of the 50, but past the 49, so it's a 50-yard line. Midfield, needs to get to the 46. It'll be about four and a half yards needed for the first down on third down. Ford in the shotgun, nearly got central offsides. Good job by the Central Maroon defender to get back. Cam Ford in the shotgun. Guyton in the backfield. Ford looks down the field. He's got to take it himself. He's going to have the first down and more. He's at the 45-40 and tackled from behind. Knocked out of bounds at the 36-yard line. First down there by the Peoria line quarterback, Cam Ford. Big play there. 
Yeah, just a, it looks like it was a designed pass play, but he was able to uh, recognize that the pocket was collapsing and he got outside. He only had to beat Jaywin Booker and he got around him for the first down. Nicholas Gunn with the tackle there. Here's Cam Ford. He's it up to his receiver. Tiger Netters on the handoff, the reverse. He's kind of a hurry up offense here, looking down on my roster sheet. Cam Ford and the Peoria Lions driving again. The 32 yard line. Second down. Ball, first down mark is at 28. They're at the 32. Second down and four for Peoria. After the fumble, all the way down to the other end of the field at the 21 yard line by Luke McMahon on the, on the, on the snap. Ford looks down on the field. Now he keeps it himself. He runs it and gets tackled at the 33-yard line. Nowhere to go from Cam Ford. Good job by the Central Maroon defense. Three or four guys there for Central corralling to make sure he didn't go anywhere. Yeah, it looks like uh, Jalen Booker and DeMarco Harrell, uh, the first ones in there to bring him down. 6.38 to play here in the third quarter. 14-14 hour score. Cam Ford. In the shotgun all night long. Javier Guyton in the backfield directly behind him. Gets the handoff, and he goes sprinting at the middle to the 30, to the 25, down to the 26-yard line maybe is where they're going to spot it, looks like. So good hard nose running and a first down. Another first down. So loss of a yard on the previous play. Guyton gets all of it back. A gain of seven. First down and 10 for Peoria, and they're starting to really assert themselves on offense here the last half of the second quarter and on this drive. This is their first drive of the second half and wrapped up. No, Cam Ford kept it. A.J. AJ Guyton, former Indiana Hoosier. <laughs> I knew I was going to do that tonight. Keeper on the Cam Ford gets it down to the 20-yard line. Faked me out there because Guyton, Javier Guyton, good job faking that he got the handoff, and Cam Ford keeps it and runs it up to the middle of the 20, a gain of six. Second down and four. First down marker at the 16-yard line. Peoria keeping that Central Maroon defense on the field. Cam Ford throws to his right. The receiver's wide open. He's at the 15. He's at the 10. Five. Touchdown. Walks into the end zone. Untouched on the far right side on the Peoria Lions sideline. And they have taken their first lead of the night to the Lions. It is 20-14 Peoria over Champaign Central. And it's 20 unanswered points. And the fumble leads to a touchdown on the other end. And head coach Tim Turner not happy with his defense there on that drive. Yeah, KV on echoes in untouched just right down the sideline. And you said it, Peoria is really establishing themselves. Uh, they're mixing it up, running pass. And, and the Maroons aren't able to stop either of them. Ford keeps it going for two. And he's going to be tackled by Nicholas Gunn and a couple other Central Maroon defenders. Will not get the two-point conversion. But the score is 20-14. to 14. Central now trailing in this one after leading for most of the first half. It was tied at half. Now it's Peoria 20 Central 14. You're listening to high school football here on News Talk 1400 EWS. Welcome back to high school football here on News Talk 1400 DWS Peoria Alliance once again with that awkward kickoff. I, I'm never going to get used to that. I, I've <laughs> never seen that, and I'll never see it again. If you're just joining us, what Peoria does is Isaiah Hazlitt basically drops the ball, lets it hit the – we've got to stop and play. We've got an illegal man downfield. The kickoff here, but again, he, did, he drops it, it bounces off the turf once, 
just enough, and then he kicks it, and it just bounces across the ground, and it barely makes it 10 yards. It's not an onside kick. It's just what they do. Yeah, I don't. Uh, there's probably a, a proper name for it, but uh, I haven't seen it. Uh, no, I've never seen maybe, it. Maybe we can get Colin Likas to, to let us know if it's more known around the area, but... It's given it's given Central some problems the last two times they weren't able to recover it. Uh, it didn't it didn't hurt them the lat on the first kickoff of this half as Peoria touched it before it got to the ten yards, uh, able to jump on it there. It's given them good field position. I mean, every time they're going to get it right at midfield. So hopefully the Maroons can start taking advantage of it. Yeah. Now um, Drew Berenger was down on the other end of the field on the far side. He's limping his way off over here. Not sure what the injury is. He's trying to hobble his way off, kind of more of a jogging off now, limping on that one leg. Falls at the 50-yard line. Peoria trusts their defense enough to know that if they don't get the ball on the, on the short little kick there, that they're going to have great field position if they get it. If they don't, trust their defense. The Lions head coach, Tim Thornton, it's a lot of trust in his defense. Luke McMahon under center. Fumbled the last time on the snap exchange. One wide receiver to the right. Connor Milton goes in motion from the left. Hands off to his running back. who goes up the middle to get to the 49-yard line. And immediately swarmed under. Running back for Champaign Central. Coriante Boyd. I believe it's his second carry of the night. Yeah, Boyd has been lining up uh, behind McMahon most of the night, but he hasn't been getting a lot of the carries. Uh, other guys have been the ones lining up on the sides in motion, getting the ball a lot more. Boyd did come into the game uh, fifth on the team in carries with 44, 155 yards. Booker back in the backfield. Luke McMahon under center. Booker just off to his right. Milton goes in motion from the wide receiver position, gets the handoff, tries to turn up field. He's got nowhere to go. He finally finds a crease and gets to the 47-yard line as he's smashed by a couple of defenders. And fired up is the defense. Greg Bronk, the senior defensive lineman, six foot two, 265 pounds, a big boy, and he just rocked Connor Milton and knocked him to the ground. Yeah, you said he found a seam and he jumped through it, and, and there he was waiting for him for, for a big hit. Uh, Maroons have just haven't been able to get the those plays going. They they had the one big carry from Evans there on, on the first drive of this half, but but other than that, just some small yards. Peoria is really packing the box and not letting them get much past the line of scrimmage. Luke McMahon back under center where he has been all night. Jalen Booker is running back. Hand off to Terrell Evans. He goes up the field, finds nothing there. Cuts back out to his left. He's at the 46, maybe. They're going to say no gain as he's not way back beyond midfield back in their own territory, but it'll be where he was to start with, and they're going to spot it at the 47, which is exactly where the line of scrimmage was. So now it'll be fourth down and seven for Champaign Central, trailing 20-14, to 14, an interesting choice here for head coach Tim Turner, first-year head coach for the Champaign Central Maroons. Looks like they're most likely going to go for it. It's what the Maroons have done all night long under fourth down conditions, but we'll see. Trailing by six. When you're winning, it's a different situation. It looks like McMahon is going to be under center once again. Two wide receiver, one wide receiver to the right. 
Milton on the end, the right side of the line of scrimmage. Evans on the left. He goes in motion next to Booker. McMahon fakes the handoff, looks downfield, looks downfield. He throws his receiver, Schultz, and he's got it. And he's got the first down for Champaign Central down to the 31-yard line, a 16-yard play. First down and 10, Champaign Central, a big-time first down there. Yeah, first completed pass for McMahon, and it came at, at a big time there, fourth and seven. And, and Schultz, the, the big body, it looked like he was left with a corner trying to cover him. Uh, Schultz listed at 6'4", just reaches over the top and holds it in. He looks a lot like a tight end. Uh, came into this game. Um, I've, I've lost his receiving stats, but, but he's the top receiver. Yeah, there we go, three catches for 67. So... Uh, well, wonder wonder if maybe McMahon can find him over the middle a few more times. McMahon keeps this one. Goes up the middle. Ball's loose in the ground. No, it, I thought it was loose in the ground. It, I think it was loose in the ground, but they pick it up. Central can ill afford another turnover this deep in Peoria's territory again. The ball down to the 22, a nine-yard gain by McMahon. Second down and one. So a 16-yard play on a fourth down and seven on a great pass over the middle. I believe the first completion of the night. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. By Luke McMahon, a huge, could not come at a more critical time with less than two minutes to go in the third quarter with Peoria up 20-14 to 14 over Central. And now a nine-yard play, and he just, he just catches the snap and goes forward. There's no hesitation, and he's going forward before he even though he has the football. He's been under center all night long. Terrell Evans goes in motion. Hand off to Jalen Booker. Fakes the handoff. Looks downfield to Schultz again and knocked away. Great defense. Fake the handoff to McMahon. See who knocked that pass away. Great defense by the Lions. Yeah, Chris Williams uh, catching the ball on offense the last time and now getting it done on defense. Uh, he was not on Schultz the last time when he made the catch, but he was on him there tracking it the whole way, as you said, just, just kind of knocking it. Critical drive here. Drive that started at the 50-yard line, which is pretty much where all the drives have started ever since Peoria has, has scored. Because when they kick off, the Lions don't really kick it off. It's an onside kick that is a one-hopper kick. And McMahon keeps it again. This time, he's not going to get very far, but does he get the first down? And he does. He broke through finally. There, there's two spots where guys are being tackled. One back at the 22-yard line, and then McMahon, who had the football all the way down to the 13, and gets nine yards and a first down. First down and 10 from the 13-yard line for the Champaign Central Maroons and another big-time first down. Yeah, uh, I, I thought McMahon went down in that first pile, like you said, and then you just kind of saw him laying uh, seven yards further ahead with the football in his hands and a, and a first down, just a really hard-nosed runner, no draw. It's a, it's a quarterback dive, yeah. and he takes it right at, at whoever's on the defensive line. It's almost like a QB sneak, except it's not, and he just keeps going. And now we got a penalty here probably, or a timeout. Nope, dead ball. False start looks like on where well, there was a cross of the arms. It wasn't the false start. I'm not. Man, I wish they had microphones. <laughs> for for all the costly turnovers that Peoria has, you know, the Maroons really have not picked up too many penalties and, and hurt themselves. Uh, that's probably the first one of this half that, that's pushed them back, but they're still in pretty good field position here. 108 to play in the third quarter, 20-14. to 14. Peoria with the lead. It's been a tight one throughout except for a 14-0 lead by Central early in the second quarter. Here's the, hand, the, the pitch to Connor Milton. He's at the 20, and he's going to lose yardage. 
So they're at the 13. They lost five yards on the penalty. And now let's see if they get back to the line of scrimmage. First down marker. They did not. Well, the first down marker remains at the three-yard line. They've got a long way to go. Do we have another penalty here? An official's timeout. We got a player down on the sideline. Did not see that. Central Maroon is down on the sideline, and that is Connor Milton. And that is a big blow for Champaign Central's offense tonight. He's one of their best players, and he is not liking what's going on right now. He is sitting down, but touching his leg. He seems to be pretty unhappy about the situation. You know, it looks like uh, head coach Tim Turner is down there as well, checking on his running back, uh, who has a 37-yard touchdown already on the night. Kind of lines up in the, the end of the line of scrimmage. That's what he's been doing all night long. He and Terrell Evans have been lining up. He's limping, and I don't want to see. Terrell Evans and Connor Milton have been lined up on the edge of the line of scrimmage the entire night, and they've been kind of changing who's been getting the football. Both are very can get electric plays, and this time Connor Milton is knocked out of the game, and we'll see what his injury is and if he could return. That's a blow to this offense and a blow to this team if he's unable to return today or the rest of the season. Connor Milton on the season had 56 carries, 393 yards, and was seven yards of carry. Also 10 catches for 103 yards and three touchdowns. The only three touchdowns thrown all season by Luke McMahon have gone to Connor Milton. He is not in there right now. Going in motion is Jalen, another running back. And this time Terrell Evans has it, and he gets up to the 17-yard line for a swarmed under by a host of Peoria Lions. Uh, play started at the 19. Yeah, it looks like uh, the senior Bryson Carter is going to come in uh, now for, for Connor Milton's spot, uh, senior running back, 5'9", 160. Yeah, Evans only able to gain one there. So to the 18-yard line, it is third and 15 for Champaign Central. Four down territories, a quarter's coming to an end. 22 seconds to go. Central down by six. McMahon under center. Get Connor Milton out of the game. Fakes the handoff. He throws down to Schultz, who cannot get it. And once again, Chris Williams is there on the coverage and swats it away with his left hand. Yeah, just lurking behind him and sneaking his hand in there right at the perfect time. Uh, Schultz almost able to hang on to it, but the defense is just too tough. Chris Williams with two plays on the drive, exactly the same. as Schultz was running to his right, Schultz came in with the left hand. Or the right hand, excuse me, if I know the difference from the right from the left. <laughs> and swats it away both times with his right hand to prevent a completion by Luke McMahon. Now fourth down and 15. The first down marker is the three-yard line. Again, no Connor Milton. He was sitting on the trainer's table a few minutes ago. He would like to go back, and he's standing just down from us. Central sideline just down in front of us. Left to right on the dial. McMahon fakes a hand off to Evans. Looks back to Evans. He throws over the top. Evans coming to get this, but he's going to catch. Oh, just overthrew him. I thought Terrell Evans was going to run under that football. Just out of the reach. For Terrell Evans, he ran that one hard. He's frustrated with himself. He's down in the end zone getting back up. I think he's slow getting up just in the frustration. He could not reach that. But the only chance he had that one was just an all-out flying dive. And even then, I don't know if he would have caught the football. 
a good throw by Luke McMahon. You can't really throw it any better than that because you want to make sure the defenders can't get to that football. Just overthrew him just by a couple of inches. Yeah, at first I thought he might have overthrown him too much, but no, he threw it. He threw it perfectly, uh, out past everybody, and Evans was able to catch up to it, and it just looked like it fell right through his hands. Would have been a touchdown. Instead, it's a turnover on downs, and a big stand here for the central defense already trailing. Oh, I guess we didn't run out the third quarter quite yet. 8.3 seconds to go in the third quarter. The timing in that play just a little too early on the pass. Another half second, probably complete for a touchdown. Here's a run up the middle and a quick tackle by Central's defense. The last play of the quarter, and Peoria will go to the fourth quarter with their first lead of the night, 20-14. to 14, uh, The only points here in the third quarter belong to Peoria. Peoria did not get the two-point conversion. It's 20-14, to 14, Peoria over Champaign Central. Stay with us. We've got a tie one in the fourth quarter coming up. You're listening to High School Football on DWS. Welcome back to High School Football here on News Talk 1400 DWS. Michael Kaiser, Evan Kahn with you. We start the fourth quarter. Incomplete pass on the first play by Peoria. It'll be third down. First down marker at the 28. Peoria on the first play got nowhere, no gain. This was on the first play to end the third quarter, first play of this drive. First play of the fourth quarter was an incomplete pass. Third down and 10 on their own 18-yard line for the Lions. The Central Maroon defense needs a defensive stand here. Connor Milton, if you're just joining us, left the game with an injury here late in the third quarter. He's still on the sideline, limping around. Got some tape on that foot. Looks like it might be an ankle injury. He's trying to run it off. There he goes jogging around. A competitor there trying to get back into this game. And a pass is overflowing by a lot. I mean, he's about an eight-and-a-half-foot-tall guy there to catch that pass. Cam Ford overthrew his receiver to the left. And a nice break for the Maroons' defense. And the champion sits Maroons in their black uniforms. White numbers, maroon helmets with a black line down the middle. The white trim. Peoria in their white and black, mostly white with black numbers, road jerseys. Next time I bring my binoculars, I can't believe I forgot this. It's football. You need binoculars. Mm -hmm. Interesting fourth down call here. Fourth down and 10 from their own 18-yard line. Peoria going for it. Oh, oh. A little oh. pooch punt by the quarterback, and the ball is loose on the ground at the 27-yard line, and that went off the side of the foot for the quarterback, Cam Ford. So it was kind of faking it, and this, we're going to punt it, trying to fool the Central Maroon defense, but that failed for Peoria and about less than a 10-yard punt, and there's the official. Getting the football back, and let's see where they spot it. They're going to spot it at the 27-yard line, a nine-yard punt that just went off the side of the foot. And what a gigantic break for the Central Maroons. Yeah, uh, I, I was kind of confused on, on why were they were going for it in their, <laughs> on their own territory. and then, Their own 18. And then quickly, it, it I could tell that it was going to be a punt just by the way he received it. It, it was just, just the... the unluckiest punch you could have possibly had and now gives the Maroons really short territory. McMahon under center. We'll talk about Connor Milton in a moment. He's running on the sideline and cutting. Hand out to Terrell Evans. He goes up the middle. He's at the 25, not 26. Thought he was going to break through the 25, but they grabbed him just before he broke through that, but he wasn't going to go much further than that regardless. 
Second down and nine to the, from the 27 to the 26. It's a one-yard gain. Connor Milton trying to talk his way back into this game. It was a nice cut. He, he ran into a coach and kind of spun around, and he's trying to prove that he can cut out there. But the coach wants to make sure there's no further injury. So we'll see if Connor Milton comes back to the game. It's a story to watch here in the fourth quarter. Very important player for the Central Maroons offense. Terrell Evans in motion. Hand off to Jalen Booker. He's at 25. Down to the 23, maybe 22-yard line. Still pushing. But the Prairie Lions defense stands up and stops him. And here comes Connor Milton off the sideline, jogging in. Maybe a slight limp. But he wants to play in this game. He knows how important this game is. Champaign Central went 2-7 last season. Our 4-2 through 6 weeks this year for the Maroons. Week 6, this is week 7. A win here makes the Maroons playoff eligible with two weeks to go. If they could win tonight and get a win one of their last two games, the Maroons will definitely be in the playoffs. They definitely want to get to that fifth win. Connor Milton lined up on the left side of the scrimmage. He runs to the right. It's a handoff up the middle, and here he goes to the 15. Terrell Evans, 16-yard line. Made the spun him around, so he may not have made the 16. He made the 16. That's where they're going to spot it, and that's going to be a first down by a yard for the Champaign Central Maroon offense. First down and 10 from the 16, and a touchdown here ties it. 10-15 to play here in the fourth quarter. A yeah, nice job by Evans there. Uh, his first big gain since his first carry of the half, and it's an important one to get the first down and get the Maroons now into, into the red zone here. Ten minutes to go here in the game. Coriante Boyd in the backfield coming out the field is Connor Milton. McMahon keeps it. He's got nowhere to go this time. He's just met at the 16 and taken back down to the 19, but they'll spot it at the 16-yard line. Actually, they're going to say he lost a yard at the 17. Nowhere to go there. That play worked in the previous drive. Well, they got two nine-yard runs out of it. So definitely worth going back to it. Coming in from the sideline, Nicholas Johnson, the junior, six foot, 167 pounds. Will be the lone wide receiver after the far right. Central's offense moving from the right to left on your radio dial. Jalen Booker in the backfield. Nick looping band under center. Hands up to Terrell Evans. He's at the 15. He's at the 10. And brought down maybe just short of the 10. They're going to spot it just short of the 10-yard line. We'll, we'll call it the 10. Terrell Evans nearly broke that one. Yeah, I thought he had a hold there as he got around the right side, and the linebackers, uh, second level of the defense for the Lions, able to corral him, but it's a big game. Gives them third and short here, obviously, four-down territory. Hope to get it here on three and get yourself in goal position. Third and three for the Central Maroons offense. 8.46 to play. Third and three plus just beyond the 10-yard line. They need the seven. McMahon under center. Evans goes in motion, stops. Hand out to Booker. He's going to have the first down and a lot more. He's down to the three, down to the two, maybe even the one. They're going to spot it at the two-yard line. First down and goal for Champaign Central and a chance to tie this game. 8.32 to play. Booker just doing what he does. He puts his head down, and he just keeps those legs going, and there's some strong legs, and he's all the way down to the two-yard line. Uh, you don't usually give it to a guy after a hard run like that back-to-back, -back, but I'd like to see the Maroons maybe give it back to him here, see if he can punch it in. Luke McMahon, it's a great idea. Should hand out to Jalen Booker, who's in the backfield. McMahon been under center every snap tonight. Offensive line gets set, in motion, hands off to Booker, up the middle, and he is 
in or just short? The fish on the left side of the end zone says he is in. Jalen Booker with the touchdown, and we are tied at 20. And now official is stopping the play. I don't know what the official. They put the ball at the three as if getting ready for a extra point. So. The official was blowing the whistle pretty quickly after that touchdown. I don't know what's going to happen. Is he going to call a penalty? I don't see a flag on the field. Central tied the game. They're lined up just to the left. It could be a clock situation yeah, here. that's the way it's sounding. So the center has the ball by himself. The entire rest of the, the line, offensive line is lined up to the left. And now they're going to come back. And I don't understand why teams do this. They always move back in. Rarely is there a trick play involved in this. The kicker is getting set. We got a flag, a critical flag here. It looks against like the right. Oh, oh, it is on the defense. Offsides on Peoria. 20 to 20 our score. Price Punke has made the first two extra points tonight. Six foot two, 180 pounds. He's a junior. Here's the kick, the hold, it's up, and it is good. He is three for three, is Mr. Punke here tonight. Holder, Maatuka uh, Ma with a hold. He's been perfect with the holds as well. We'll take a break. Champagne Central back in front, 21-20 our score, 8.08 to play. Stay with us. This is High School Football on DWS. Welcome back to High School Football here on DWS. Here's the kickoff. A pooch kick once again caught at the 44-yard line by Peoria to the 50 to the 49-yard line. The return there by Kavion Mack, the junior, and great field position. We've yet to see a deep kick for any team tonight, especially Peoria, who, again, bounces it off the ground and then kicks it. Never seen that. I, I, I mean, I, I, ever. I don't know what that is. It's not an onside kick because that it's not put up on a tee. He just literally drops it, lets it bounce, and then kicks it. I know I keep, I know I keep talking about it. I, I just I don't. Uh, well, know I've never I've never played rugby or even watched rugby. Is that what they call a rugby kick? I don't even no, think the that's what that is. When you roll, like, you roll on a punt. You roll out to the right and then okay. kick it. That's okay. rugby. That's a rugby style punt. This is just him dropping it and then kicking it. Cam Ford throws to his right. Ball is caught by Chris Williams and a great tackle by the defense for Champaign Central. That's Bryson Carter, the defensive back, five foot nine, 160 pounds, was all over that play. The senior with a huge open field tackle because if he doesn't get that, Williams might be sprinting down the field with a big gainer. 7.42 to go, ball at the 49-yard line, no gain. Second down and 10. Cam Ford been in the shotgun all night long. Here's a run up the middle to the 46, a three-yard gain. You're listening to high school football here on Newstalk 1400, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana. We're at Tommy Stewart Field in Champaign. The grounds of Champaign Centennial High School. Champaign Central playing here tonight. They, Of course, as I've said earlier, most people know that Central plays, Central and Centennial both play in the same field. It's a field turf, a new field. Cam Ford going deep down the sideline. Look for a receiver, and we got a Pass interference, and that is a good call there by the fit, the official. Collision down around the 10-yard line. 
both players ran into each other, but you got to let the player come back for the football, and that and the defender from the Maroons did not allow that to happen. Bryson Carter picks up the pass interference. Yeah, play after making a nice uh, stop on, on the quick hitter. He, he just doesn't turn around. He turns around and he sees the ball. He might be able to intercept that one, but he just never turned around, and he and like you said, just ran right into Mac, and that's just going to be – Oh, it's different. This is this is better than the NFL where they get it from the spot of the yeah. foul, whereas it's only 15 yards here. Regardless, it's a first down. Extends this drive. 7:04 to play. It's got the game's got a feeling like whoever has the ball last might score. They haven't been trading touchdowns. That has been happening. But Peoria's offense has looked a lot better. Central with the most important drive of the season. Possibly there was getting a touchdown on the last drive. Cam Ford hands off, keeps the keeps the ball, fakes the hand out to Allen. He gets to the 29-yard line, a gain of two. It would be second down and eight. In motion there was Tiger Netters. Faked the hand off to Netters, faked the hand off to Allen. Kept it himself but only got two yards. Great job on the Maroons' defense to figure that one out. Yeah, they've, been, they've looked a lot better on the run here in the second half. Uh, haven't been giving up too many big plays since that, that first drive where Allen was able to get consecutive first down runs. Uh, really just sniffing that out and, and keeping them to short gains. Ball's dropped by 40, picks it up, hands off to Netters, and he is nearly brought for a loss, and he's going to be snowed under at the 42-yard line. So Ford dropped it, picked it up, headed off to Netters, and he went backwards, and the Maroons' defense was all over him, and they're going to spot it back at the 42, a loss of 13 yards, and a really poor timing by the Peoria Lions offense to get pushed back 13 yards. It's actually beyond the 42. It's about halfway between the 43 and the 42. About the just to the left of the middle of the field. It'll be third down. They, the first down marker is the 21. Third down and 21 for Peoria. Most likely going for it. They don't get a first down here. Ford goes deep, and it's caught at the 30. Williams at the, at the 26. He's knocked down the 27-yard line. Maroons, he kind of danced around. I kept thinking he's going to break free, but a critical play there. A 16-yard gain, 15, 16-yard gain. They're going to spot it at the 27, so a 15-yard gain on third and 21. It'll be fourth and six. They need the 21-yard line. Yeah, Cam tough to give up the big play there, but, but nice stop. Cam Ford in the shotgun. Davion Allen, Allen in the backfield right behind him. Critical play here. Hand off to Allen. He's at the 25. He's going to be tackled short of the first down, I think. No way that's a first down. He's at the 22-yard line. The sidelines jump up and down, and they're going to say, I'm waiting for the official spot. They put it down at the 22, and that's not a first down. That is not a first down. The official just signals finally. I didn't know it was taking him so long. I'm dramatic, way up here. Dramatic effect. He's just going for the broadcast. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's making it. Everybody listening tonight is just dramatically waiting for the call here. I mean, you and I knew that it was not a first down. The entire Central Maroon sideline and the defense knew it wasn't a first down. And the most critical stop of the season for the Central Maroons defense just happened the 5.05 to play. Central has the football and a one-point lead and a chance to close this game out. Yeah, exactly. Chance to close it out. Either with a touchdown, they might be able to hold the ball. Probably hold would the ball. <laughs> would rather uh, put some points on the board if possible. And take most of the clock. Right. They, they've got 78 yards to eat up five minutes here. McMahon under center. Terrell Evans going in motion. Hand out to his running back, Booker. He's up the middle. He's at the 25 to the 30-yard line. Maybe just past the 29. They're going to spot it just past the 29. So the official 
yard line will be the 30. Jalen Booker with a huge run of nine yards. Or eight yards, excuse me, not nine. Second down at two, 4.42 to play. The clock is critical here for Central. Only the one-point lead, so they need to continue to run the offense because they're going to need to score more points unless they could keep the football and the Maroons could just run out the clock. Taking care of the football is imperative here. Snaps, critical. McMahon under center. Hands off to Booker, nowhere to go. He might have even lost a yard there. He's still out. Go back to the 30, get back to the line of scrimmage. Third down and two, and a timeout by Peoria, most likely here. Yeah, that was a big play. You think if the Maroons are able to pick up a first down there, that keeps the clock going, and Peoria probably doesn't call a timeout, but now they do, and it puts a lot of pressure on this third down here. Uh, probably still four down territory, no matter which way you look at it, but... Um, well, that's risky. Yeah, exactly. It's very risky uh, to, to do that. <laughs> so so you, you want to set up a play here that's going to get you that first down and keep the clock going. That was their first time out of the half, I believe. So Peoria's still got two to go. Need to run a play here that can get them a couple of yards. They're just inside the 30, so it's just over two yards for the Maroons to get a first down. If the Maroons can get a first down here, it really puts Peoria's back against the wall. Peoria's again scored 58 points last week against Richwoods. Champaign Central beat Peoria Richwoods earlier this season as well. So both teams with a victory against Peoria Central, or Peoria Richwoods, 28-17 earlier this season, back on September 21st. McMahon hands off to his running back. This time it's Evans, and he's just smashed back, but he might have gotten the first down regardless. Terrell Evans, he's at the 32-yard line. I think that's a first down. A big-time hit's not going to matter there, and the official signals a first down. So a giant hit all for not for Peoria. Want to make the tackle anyway, but it's an automatic first down. Not automatic first down, just a first down. Oh. The ball looks like it. I don't know, actually. The ball is spotted just short of the 32-yard line. The Peoria coaches are going crazy. Tim Thornton over there. And it's going to be fourth and a chain length here. That's what I think it's going to be. Yeah, they're calling timeout. I think they might bring the chain gang out to measure it. They are going to bring the chain gang out indeed. Let's see where the – depends on exactly where the marker is. They're having the Central Maroon players to get back. If it's exactly the 32, I think it's short, and it is yep. short indeed. It was justly, man, that is, what is that, two inches? Yeah, maybe. The marker actually is just a little past the 32-yard line. Central is just short of the 32, and Connor Milton still sitting on the trainer's table. He came in for a couple plays there on the last drive, and it, it he's got his ankle taped. I'm not going to guess what it is, but... There's extra taper on his ankle that was not there earlier, and I imagine he just could not give it a go. I've had an ankle injury before, and it doesn't feel good. I think the Maroons are going to go for it here, though. Fourth and inches. This is the play of the season. Fourth down and inches. Peoria needs to get a stop here to get the football back, trailing by one. Central, my guess is a QB sneak here is the play. I wouldn't turn around and hand it off. And McMahon goes, and he's not going to get it. No. He did get it, and somehow, some way, Luke McMahon breaks through and gets the first down and more because Coach T was stopped, I think, short of the first down initially, and he somehow just churned those legs, and he is fired up over there. 
He churned and churned and churned his way and found a way to break through the entire Peoria defensive line and possibly some linebackers as well to get the first down just short of the 35 of the three-yard gain, and it's first down and 10 central. Yeah, battle of the dog piles, and the Maroons able to push their quarterback just far enough to get the first down, and they just keep rolling here under four minutes to go. McMahon under center. Jalen Booker in the backfield. Evans line up on the left end of the the line. He goes in motion. Hand out to Booker, and he's going to lose yardage back at the 33-yard line. 3.23 to go. Will Peoria burn another timeout? They only have two left. I doubt it. But the way the clock is going, only two timeouts. One more first down would end this game. Peoria letting not to use a timeout here. Coming up on 3.05 to play in the game. 21-20 Central. The Maroons' previous drive was their biggest drive of the season. This, to that point, this is an even bigger drive. This could seal the game. Another first down. The Maroons will get their fifth win of the season. Won two games all of last year. Will become playoff eligible. Terrell Evans lined up to the right diagonal. Booker in the backfield. Motion is Boyd. The fake the pitch. Now a handoff. And Evans goes up. Fumble the football. The ball's on the turf. I think I think Maroons, the Maroons get it back though. It. My yeah. gosh. Number 52 there, uh, heads up play by Isaiah Else, right behind Woo. Booker. He, he 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 broke free and he just didn't keep two hands on the football and Peoria ripped it out of there. But nice job there by the lineman uh, Else to to cover the fumble. Possibly a game-saving fumble recovery by the offensive lineman. That might be the biggest play of the season. <laughs> And they picked up yardage on a fumble. McMahon under center. Jalen Booker in the backfield. Terrell Evans line up on the edge of the line to the left. Looks like Boyd is on the right. The line gets set. Evans goes in motion. Hand off to Booker. And he goes nowhere. Snowed under at the 38-yard line with 150 to play. And Peoria calls a timeout. Critical play here for Peoria, or for Champaign Central. Peoria calls a timeout. We're not, not sure what they're going to do here. Fourth down and seven. A minute 50 to play. If you go for it and don't get it, you're putting Peoria in a great position to win this football game. Now, Peoria has no punting game and no kickoff game here. So I'm guessing... I said it because they haven't tried a field goal. That's why I say kickoff game. I've not seen a field goal attempt tonight, but I'm guessing they do not have a field goal kicker. So yeah. does Tim Turner, first-year head coach, does he roll the dice here and go for it and then trust his defense if he doesn't get it? Or does he try to punt and pin Peoria a little bit further back? The first punt, I believe, is more, only like 40 yards earlier in the game, like 38 yards or something like that. So he does have a punter. Looks like the offensive unit. They're going to punt the football. Oh, Punting yep. is Ashton Timms. This is a gigantic punt here. Tim Turner going to try to trust his defense with a minute 50 to go. His team could not get another first down. Peoria not buying it. Now Chris Williams drops back to about the 40-yard line. Looks like he's going to stop about the 38. Here's the punt from Timms. It's, it's going to be short. And it goes out of bounds at about the 43-yard line. 
Peoria will start at its own 43-yard line, a punt of about 19 yards. Not what you want there, but at least you don't give Peoria the football on the central side of the field. And this is the biggest defensive series of the season for Champaign Central. You can hear the crowd for the Central Maroons right down in front of us here. The Peoria Lions will be going left to right on your radio dial, trying to get a road win, trailing 21-20 with a minute 43 to play. The atmosphere has picked up tremendously on both sides. It's a few fans on Peoria's side. Cam Ford hands out to his running back. He's up to the middle, and he gets about four yards to the 47. Looks like that's Allen. Yep. Davion Allen with the carry. Second down and six. 129 to play. A big drive to finish the first half. It's probably where this changed this game because Peoria scored thanks to a 37-yard run by the quarterback to put him in great position with less than a minute to go in the first half. Otherwise, they don't score on that drive. Here's a throw to the left. Caught by Horton. He's going to lose yardage. He's brought back down to the 42-yard line and a great defensive play by the Central Maroons. Kenta Horton is tackled back at the 42-yard line and less than a minute to play in the game and no timeouts for Peoria. They lose a yard there. It's now third down and 11. 49 seconds to play. Cam Ford yelling stuff to his right to Chris Williams and his other receiver. He's got three receivers to his right, one to his left. Running back Allen in the backfield in the shotgun. Here's Ford, toss back to pass. He looks down the field, he throws deep, and way overthrows his wide receiver with 32.4 seconds to go. And the Central Maroon crowd is up in arms right now. They can, they can feel it. It's fourth down and 13. First down marker, the 45 for the, Mar the Maroon side of the field. The ball is on the, just short of the 43, so fourth and 12, and Central is going to call a timeout with 32.4 seconds to go, and we'll stay right here. Evan Kahn, I don't know about you, but the intensity has picked up just a hair. Yeah, it just the the change, and they gave the ball back to Peoria, and the crowd really picked up, and I think the defense is feeding off of it. After that, that first carry, he did gain three yards, but they ate him up right away. They've just been on it. All three plays here, uh, it, it's a big challenge here, but but we'll see what the Maroons' defense can do, possibly the, the final play of the game, the three. final play that matters, maybe. The final play that matters indeed. The ball actually is spotted just short of the 42-yard line. First down marker just short of the 45. So we'll call fourth down and 13. They need to get to the 45 of the Maroons. They're on, the Lions are on their own 42-yard line. 13 yards needed to keep this drive alive. Central Maroons needs to keep it to 12 or less. And here comes the crowd once again. Head coach Tim Turner in his first season looking for his first or fifth win. They won two games all last season, went two and seven. They can hang on, they'll be five and two. Ford draws back to pass. He's at the 32. He's running, looking. He's going to be at the 40, the 45, near the 50. He's down out of bounds. No, he gets the first down, maybe. Where did he step out? He stepped out at the 46, it looks like. And that's going to be short of the first down if that's where they're going to spot it. The official is standing at the 46-yard line, and he's going to be short by a half yard. And it's going to be first down, Central Maroons. They get the stop of the season by a half yard, Evan. Yeah, that was that was incredible. You know, they they had him twice 
uh, not wrapped up, but two different Maroons defenders uh, uh, touched Ford and he broke away and he got to the sideline and, and he stepped out. <laughs> what, what do you know? Uh, Peoria just kind of helping Central along the way and they just happened to step out a half yard away from giving him a fresh set of downs and, and Central's going to get the ball. If he dives for it, he easily gets the first down. He, he did, elected to stay on his feet. They're going to measure to make sure. We can't see the football because the sideline, the players are right in front of us. But it looks like it's just past the 46-yard line. The chain gang is coming out, and they're officially going to mark it here. And the Central Maroon sideline is celebrating and is official once again. First down and 10 for the Central Maroons. Another turnover on down to the Peoria Lions. And the Maroons and head coach Tim Turner in his first year will pick up their fifth win of the season, improved to 5-2. and two. They get a touchdown here in the fourth quarter to go ahead for good, 21-20. to 20. And let's not forget Price Punke with three extra points tonight, three for three. Peoria let the deal for two each time and only got it once. Yeah, uh, huge. No huge. kicking game for Peoria. It's not back to bite them. Yeah, that's the difference in the game. They gave the Maroons midfield position, you know, three times. They turned one of them in, into a touchdown, and then whenever you can't kick the extra point and get the gimme point, you end up losing 21-20. to 20. Victory formation for the Champaign Central Maroons, 21 seconds to go. Luke McMahon takes a snap, couple steps back, and that is going to do it. The final play of the game. We love seeing victory formation if you're a fan of Champaign Central High School, and they are fired up because they are playoff eligible. One more win, and they'll be guaranteed to be in the playoffs here in 2018. It depends on the number of teams that win five games in the horn. There it is. Clock is at zero officially, 21-20. What a game here tonight from Tommy Stewart Field in Champaign, our second high school broadcast of the season, and it couldn't have been any better of a game. Playoff eligibility in the line here in week seven, and Central comes with a huge, huge home victory over the visiting Peoria Lions. And Evan, we can talk about this more after the break, but Peoria was coming into this game after a explosive, explosive offensive performance last week. 58 points and a thrashing of Peoria Richwoods, 58 to 14, a running clock. Yeah, I know Central won 33-22 last week over Danville, but that's a high-powered offense over there across the way that the Central Maroon defense shut down. Absolutely. You know, the first quarter, uh, they, they shut them out, and, and then you thought that Peoria's offense started to figure it out. They scored on back-to-back -back possessions there to close out the first half. But, but the Maroons' defense, you know, uh, every time, what, what do we got here? Four different turnovers on, on downs. You know, they did, just really didn't let Peoria get the ground game going. They, they gave up a couple big plays, but, you know, they, they weren't really letting Peoria march down the field, you know, play after play with positive yards. Uh, you tip your cap to the Maroons defense and the offense able to get just enough. They get the 21 points, and they seal the win. We'll take a break here. We'll come back. We'll recap this one, get you some stats and some other totals. Again, our final score, Champaign Central 21, the Peoria Alliance 20. Peoria drops to 
four and three. They're still searching for that. Lions are for that fifth win of the season. Central is now five and two. Central moves ahead in conference standings ahead of Peoria right now because San Fran Central is now five and one in the Big 12. We'll break all that down for you coming up next. Stay with us. Don't go anywhere. Champaign Central and head coach Tim Turner's first season. Pretty happy bunch tonight. You're listening to high school football here on News Talk 1400 DWS. Welcome back to High School Football here on News Talk 1400 DWS. I'm Michael Kaiser alongside Evan Kahn. Thanks for joining us tonight from Tommy Stewart Field in Champaign. A thrilling, thrilling win by the Maroons. Not an understatement. That's probably even an understatement, I should say, because the Maroons led 14 to nothing in this game and in in early in the second quarter looked to be in complete control. But then a 52-yard touchdown by Peoria gave the momentum back to the Lions' sideline and made it. 14 to 8 because they went for two and got it. And the Lions scored again with less than a minute to go in the first half. And just a, a, a breakdown of the defense led to a huge run by Cam Ford of Peoria. And they got a touchdown, tied it, did not get the two point conversion. It was tied at the break. And then Peoria took the lead in the third quarter, led 20 to 14 going to the fourth. But then the Maroons scored a touchdown to take a 21 20 lead. And the Central Maroons with a huge win here tonight especially Big 12 play, trying to stay alive for the conference championship, trying to make the playoffs. And I you know, can't stress this enough. This team went 2-7 and seven last year for various reasons, injuries, youth, and the like. Nate Allball's final season as head coach of the Maroons was last year. Had a good tenure here, 26-24. and 24. They lost their last three games of the season, did the Maroons last year. Had that great season in 2015 where they went 11-2. and two. So the last couple of years have been down for this program. And this program now has made themselves playoff eligible for the first time in three years and now need one more win the next two weeks to guarantee a playoff uh, appearance this year in 2018. And from what I see this team right now, you know, of course we've got to wait to see what happens to Connor Milton and his injury and his availability, but just a tremendous come-from-behind win in the game they led it earlier. Yeah, and now now they've won four in a row, so mm-hmm. so they had momentum going in, and especially now, you know, uh, Peoria is not ranked, but I'm sure they get some consideration. They do a, a very a very good team, as we saw here today, and, and you take it take it to them on, on your home field, and you're going to walk away with a win. Um, like you said, the the entry to Milton, or, or maybe he's just hurt and he'll be back next week. We'll we'll have to see how that plays out for them. But that could be a big blow. But but you you had the offense working, didn't really get the pass game going. But but all the guys on the ground uh, got some carries and they picked up some yards. And really, the defense I feel like's got to be got to be the 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 big winner here tonight for the Maroons. You you take that into next week because what you said they gave up 22 against Danville, who who is a respectable team in their own right, but by this offense that we saw here from Peoria that definitely capable of scoring more than 20 points and, and the Maroons really really held them down tonight. Again, Peoria scored 58 points last week, won 58 to 14 at a running clock against Peoria Richwoods. So a high-powered offense was basically shut down tonight outside of three drives and those two of those drives were late in the second second quarter and one here in the second half. Uh, let's go down the numbers here for the uh, the the players the uh, star players for the Central Maroons here tonight. Yeah, for the Maroons, uh, like I said, uh, a four-headed attack, including a couple carries from uh, Karante Boyd. But but the four main ones uh, leading the way was Booker. Um, and 
Jalen Booker, I had forgotten his first name. He finished with 16 carries for 76 yards and a pair of touchdowns. He, he had uh, two carries for more than 15 yards that, that really set up both of the touchdowns that he scored. Uh, the quarterback for the Maroons, McMahon, Luke McMahon, carried the ball 12 times for 56 yards. He threw it. Uh, one, completed one pass out of seven attempts for 16, but it was a huge one. It was a, a third or fourth down uh, that he completed to Ben Schultz that, that got him the first down that, that eventually uh, led to a score, so that was big. Um, Milton, as we said, left the game, but not before he carried the ball 10 times for 40 yards and a score, and the Maroons' leading rusher coming into the game, Terrell Evans, did not lead the team tonight, but he still carried the ball 13 times for 61 yards. Didn't score a touchdown, but he maintains his team lead in rushing yards, and he really set up a lot of a lot of drives as well, too, with, with some big plays when they needed them on second and third downs to, to really keep the drives going. Uh, we didn't keep defensive totals, but Jalen Booker was an animal on defense as well, as well as Nicholas Gunn on the line. And early injury uh, to Maatuka, which didn't really seem to have an effect on the game. The defense still held it together. Just some quick notes for Peoria. Uh, their quarterback, Ford, ran for 103 yards on 10 carries, had a fumble in there as well. He completed 9 of 17 passes for 97 yards and three scores to three different wide receivers. A sophomore quarterback uh, who, who really showed some flashes. He, he's not really in our area, but but that would be a guy to watch. Peoria regularly uh, Ron Taylor on, on the U of I's roster right now at a, one of the Peoria schools. So they're, they're known for their athletes. He's a guy to keep your eye on going forward. But the Maroons uh, come out victorious, as you said, qualify for the playoffs, a move into what you would guess would be second place in the Big 12. Mm -hmm. And, and it just, just a really good Friday night here at, at Tommy Seward Field for Champaign Central. Well, they were tied a three-way tie for second place. Normal Community was five was five and zero going into tonight. Not sure what they did in their game. Uh, Normal West is four and one. Peoria is four and one. And Champion Central was all four and one going into tonight's action. So, at the very worst, Champaign Central is in a two-way tie. Moved ahead of Peoria, who's now four and two in the conference. Champaign Central is now five and two on the season. And again, it's important. As you just mentioned qualify for the playoffs. An important. Uh, first year win for head coach Tim Turner of this Champaign Central Maroon program. Went two and seven last year. Now have qualified for the playoffs. Another win was solidify that spot. So just a really important victory tonight. And really they didn't they didn't fold. They didn't panic when they, it was twenty to fourteen. And Peoria seemed to have all the momentum, but they came back and got an important win here tonight. Uh, did the Central Maroons. Next up for for Champaign Central at Normal West next Friday night, and they finish the season against Peoria Manual. Manual winless on the season, 0-5 going into today, 0-6 in conference play. Again, Normal West was 4-1 tonight, so that'll be a tough game next week on the road for Champaign Central. And if they can get that win and then finish the season, again, a game they have to win. It's, it's against Peoria Manual, who's winless and may not win a game this year. I don't know what they're doing tonight, the, you know, Manual, but... Uh, if they can get the next couple of wins, this could be a tremendous seeding going into the playoffs. Get two more wins, be seven and two on the season. But next week's game will be difficult for the Champaign Central Maroons. Again, a final score here tonight, twenty-one to twenty, and it just—it was a key drive there to take the lead because it, Peoria had all the momentum and looked like Peoria was going to win this football game after really struggling for a quarter and a half. I'd say Peoria's offense just really struggled. We haven't really mentioned. Uh, 
the first play of the game on kickoff, a kickoff <laughs> return for a touchdown. Horton just easily ran into the end zone untouched uh, the entire way, 69 yards. But it's something you and I were breaking down the play and not looking to our left, and something happened. A penalty was there of some kind inside the five. They placed the ball at the 14. They had a they had a, a two fumbled snaps in a row, and then they fumbled it. Peoria, the Peoria Alliance fumbled it, and then Central picked it up. That, to me, might be the most important play of the game because that stopped Peoria from getting any points on the touchdown call back. Otherwise, Peoria wins this football game. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the whole momentum game, we were t- you touched on it whenever uh, Peoria did score twice there, and it seemed like the, the Maroons were losing it for a little bit. Yeah, you, you come out right away, and you're down 7 to nothing before before uh, play from scrimmage, and that, that changes the whole complexion of this game. But instead, uh, it, it turns into just a regular old drive and, and then the mistakes by Peoria, and you get the ball back. And I believe they ended up scoring on that first drive to, to take the lead just yes. right out the gate. And, and so you put all the momentum back on your side, and, and they really carried it throughout. You, you heard it. The crowd got into it at the end. They were they were really rooting for Central. When, when Peoria doesn't have a whole lot of fans making the long trip down uh, – the home field can really give you an advantage, and and they they fed off of it the whole way. Uh, again, the momentum they they brought it back, and they never lost it all the way, and, and they they held it together there at the end. When whenever uh, Peoria had short field position, the defense came up strong. the The crowd was behind them, and, and they sealed the win. Well, that's going to do it for us here from Champaign uh, Centennial High School. Champaign Central was playing here tonight on this nice, beautiful field turf. Again, the first season for that. So it's a great field, great look tonight. Champaign Central gets the win over Peoria, 21-20. Thanks to Kathy Reiser back at the News Gazette Media Center in downtown Champaign for running the controls tonight, keeping us on the air. I always appreciate her efforts there. Thanks to Evan Kahn, great broadcast tonight, sir. And uh, it's our second high school broadcast of the season. The only two we can do this year due to our Atlanta uh, conflicts, but uh, a great broadcast to be a part of tonight. Again, Champaign Central improves to 5-2 and two on the season, 5-1 and one in conference play next week at Normal West, who is tied for second going into tonight with, with Champaign Central. Not sure what they'll do, but we'll see how the rest of the season shakes out. So week seven is in the books for the Champaign Central Maroons, the 21-20 win over Peoria. For Evan Kahn, I'm Michael Kaiser. Have a great weekend, everybody. High School Football on Newstalk 1400 DWS has been brought to you by our DWS prep partner, ABC Heating and Air. In the middle of the day or night, ABC Heating and Air meets your emergency needs with no change in the diagnostic fee. A podcast of this game will soon be available at our website, WDWS.com. Your home for the best in local sports coverage is Newstalk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana a News Gazette media station.